All right. Welcome back, everyone. Here we are again. Uh, how has everybody's week been? Terrible. Oh, no. Slow. Oh, no. Well, slow. Been long. Like I was saying, for me, it's been the opposite of slow. It's been a long week, and it's only Thursday. Um, Everybody got I, injured. I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, who got injured? Uh, our oldest dog got injured. Oh, no. She needed like a steroid injection, and she has to be on three to six weeks of bed rest. The three is strict in her crate the whole time. Which oh I think goodness. is inhumane, but the doctor was like, "You gotta," and so she's downstairs barking, miserable. Even though I put a little TV for her so she can watch her nature documentaries, so she tends to yeah. like that. If she like sees the lion, she'll get distracted. And then the other one lost all control of her bowels. It was like the most explosive shits I've ever seen. It was like little shit grenades. <laughs> I've never like wiped shit off the walls before. Oh, I mean, not, like not so frustrating. They have, but oh, only because, I mean, like, you know, years ago when my kids were little, I, I had plenty of opportunity to, to, to wipe shit off the walls, but it, uh, <laughs> not, never, never animal shit. Welcome to those watching on Twitch and YouTube and Facebook, by the way. Welcome to Rise of the Drow, where we wipe shit off the walls. Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, and it's funny. I, I was I was telling you all a minute a minute ago. I'm running uh, special events for uh, uh, some high schoolers this week, all week, and so I'm doing kind of double duty. It'll be a uh, I think I think my DMing hours are, are upwards of fifty hours this week. Um, but you know, it's funny. There's a lot less uh, cleaning shit off the walls with it when it's high schoolers, believe it or not. So, that is surprising. Now, have, I know. I know. Uh, uh, Matt Javier's player is you're in education, but it's higher ed, right? You're, I mean, you're yeah. college level. Yeah. yeah. So I wipe and, up and, crap all the time. <laughs> no, I was saying, Tony, you, you too as well. You you guys are in higher ed, but has anybody ever had to work with, you know, younger, younger kids at all? Okay. Oh, I have. Yeah. I had five well, years of after school programs or kindergartners through fifth grade. And wow. I've cleaned shit off the walls and toilets. See, see now, K-5 is not bad. So I, when I was doing my master's, uh, I did substitute teaching in our local area here in uh, Bay, Bay County, Michigan, Bay, Bay Aranac High Schools. And um, I, I did substitute teaching. And for my first couple assignments were great. They were like, I had like a second grade class and... Um, and I, I was a, um, basically a secondary, like a para pro sub in a, in a kindergarten class and, you know, little kids are awesome. And then, and like, I think my third one was at the high school and it was like junior level science class. So, I mean, the kids that were in this class were like, actually, you know, more or less interest, like you had to, it wasn't, it, it was like a, you know, there were prerequisites for this particular science class, right? It was, I don't know, bio three or something. Uh, so it was juniors and seniors exclusively. And they were into the subject material. So they were extremely well behaved. And, and I mean, they kind of guided me through the lesson plan, right? And then, and then I substituted, I agreed to substitute for a week at a middle school. 
Was it and, seventh or eighth grade? I, I don't know which is worse. Well, it both, uh, it just because it was a, it's, I substituted for a single teacher. So I had all of her classes throughout the day, uh, social studies teacher. So it was seventh and eighth grade, depending on the hour. And those Those kids. Hard years for kids. Okay, that's a nice way to say it. Another way to say it. (laughs) Another way to say it is those kids are fucking insane. And and look, I get it. I mean, I was I was I assume a middle schooler at some point. I'm old enough. I don't really recall it, and it's probably good because I wouldn't be able to show my face in public. But between you know between the fact that uh, they're 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 coming off of the I'm I'm no longer I'm I'm less of a kid now I'm getting more and more toward adulthood so then they got the hormone stuff going on and and the fact that at least in our area that it meant they were switching classes for the first time these kids were they were it, the assignment was supposed to it was actually supposed to be a long term assignment they asked me to come in originally for the for, for a week and uh after the second day I went to the office I'm like in uh, you gotta have somebody else. I'm good. It was it was horrible. So yeah, I apologize to any middle schoolers listening right now. I mean, middle school is rough. It's it, it's hard. High school is hard. College is where it's at. I do miss college. I do miss college. If it weren't for the fact that I would be morally responsible for single-handedly stopping 9-11, if I had the opportunity to go back to college, I would do it. Uh, but, you know, but given that, I'm screwed there, too. All right. So when we last left, our intrepid band of adventurers, our dear leader, Zazasis, and his crew had made their way through the city Holoth, uh, the you had stayed the evening at the merchant's no, not the merchant, but the tarnished gold inn. Uh, or we're staying. Did you hit the long? Did I hit the long rest yet? Was it safe? Is it secret? Is it safe? <laughs> I, I think I must have hit the long rest button already. Yeah, and everybody so, remember their inspiration. It oh, is yeah, the first. March. It is the first of the month. Everyone gets a, a one DM inspiration. I've got a full stack. I've been hoarding. Wow. Me too. Right on. Right on. You can give me one. I think one of them was a pity uh, inspiration, but I, I accept. <laughs> hey, I'll take I'll take what I get. I'm not I'm not proud. I'm not proud at all. All right. So uh, the night passed uneventfully. Your your host. At the Tarnished Gold Inn, uh, Noran, the middle-class drow woman of some beauty, uh, was did not reveal, seem to reveal your presence at all. So, um, yeah, it's morning. What would you? What would you do? We resume the hunt for dolls, door to door. Knocking every every drow out of their house for at least I say thirty minutes. Okay, so Val, Siku, uh, Yisra, what are we really doing? Did we find are the moonstone? Keeping our, our noses clean for a little while, like our, our profiles low. Isn't that what we're supposed to be doing? I think so. You're supposed yes. to be laying. You, yeah, you agreed to lay low for a couple of days uh, until. That's what I'm gonna do. 
Yes, yeah, so. Hopping? <laughs> until your ally Jadrixel, the succubus at the parlor of respite, uh, until she gives you sort of the all clear, and she'll give you at that time a, 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 um, the opportunity to uh, try and get into Torgolith Tower. Now, um, that morning, a paper bird arrives. Now, for those of you that may may not recall or may not know, a paper bird is what it sounds like. It's an origami, uh, it's a piece of paper, origami, that has been folded to look like a small bird. And um, this paper bird has been enchanted to uh, essentially what you, you can write a message on the paper bird and uh, you speak the name of the person you wish the message to go to and release it. And it will travel via the most direct route to that person. And now occasionally, uh, you imagine things would get caught up or missed or, you know, interrupted. Uh, but this one seems to have made it through the gates of Holoth undetected. And uh, the paper bird flies in to the room where you all are staying, except, of course, Yavir is outside, uh, burrowed. Although I imagine you've you've awoken and come in for breakfast at this point. Um, paper bird flies in and lands on Zazasis's shoulder. Ah. Be gone, foul paper, or I will turn you into a doll and then destroy you. All right. If it flies off, can I try and grab it with my finger? Yeah, you can try and grab it. Give me um, just a dexterity check. See if you can grab it out, snatch it out of the air. It's going to try to fly back to Zazas, but we know that that won't end well, don't we? So, fireball. Did you say just straight <laughs> dexterity? I don't want to yeah. injure it. I just want to no, like no. snatch it. Oh no. <laughs> No, you can't, uh, Grasshopper, sadly, you're unable to, to snatch the butterfly out of the air. Um, it flies back towards Azasis, and it unfolds, landing on the table in front of him. I will intimidate it back into a folded position. All right, give me an intimidation roll with advantage, plus 30. It does not change its form. It stays. <laughs> it continues to be... Uh, an unfolded piece of parchment. What is it? Does your, it say anything? It does. I mean, there are words written on it. It doesn't speak. It's not a not a Harry Potter uh, letter, anything like that. But it uh, it does howler, have words. A howler, I think they're called. A howler, right? Exactly. Yeah, Yavir is going to sort of shove Zazasis out of the size with his abdomen. And read the paper. And I deftly counter because I cannot be shoved. I am too fast. Uh, you, it, that's how it <laughs> happened later on when Zazasis is telling the story. That's what he remembers. Uh, but uh, you managed to you managed to get so it you from me. <laughs> do I know the language? Yeah. Do you read and write common? You speak it. I'm assuming you yep. read and write it. Yep. Yep. In common, it says, uh, Embla has fallen. Assault force decimated. Please 
send help for the insurgency. The insurgency? For our insur- insurgency. Is it is it signed? Um it it is actually Mayorlin. Do we know who that is? Yes, he's he's your ally back in Embla, uh, who was the uh, uh, he was on the Merchant Council. He and uh, your dwarf friend that has accompanied you, Maya, are the only two that survived of that attack on the on the Merchant Circle. Hmm. How far away is that? Well, Embla, that's that city that you were at most recently uh, prior to coming to Holoth. So. So like a week um, away. Well, it's yeah, it's like three, two to two to three days via the the main road. Um, the way you came in, you guys came around the back, of course, because you were trying to sneak in. Um, and you had sent forces from the Dwarven City to assault the front gates of Holoth. You discovered that you've discovered last week, or perhaps it was the week before, that those forces were met and ambushed. By Drow, somehow they knew that that assault force was coming, and according to this letter, the Drow have sent their own expeditionary force and taken the city of Embla. It appears our minions need our help. We can't afford Indeed. to go back, can we? No, no. Maybe we can like trade cities, where then we take this city over, and then we do a great switcheroo. I like it. No, no. Sorry, I was channeling my Zez for a moment there. <laughs> Great uh, switcheroo. Door yes. to door, we will intimidate them into owning the city. Yes. And then we will trade, but lie and take the other city too. And then that's two steps closer to ruling the Underdark. Of Brilliant. course, we'll have to install a puppet government. You know, we'll uh, yes. we'll need to dis- we'll need to finish our task first. We cannot do more than we can than we can take on, and this is a very complex, dangerous task. <laughs> Nothing that can't be handled by the syndicate. <laughs> yeah, that was I'm not entirely sure what it is that we can do to for Embla right now. We can light it on fire. Can we send resources? Do we have any allies we can send back? I feel like the people that came with us all died. I mean, it's, yeah, Maya. You have Maya the dwarf. That's it. That him and you guys. Wow. Uh, And Maya has not, has not been with you for most of your um, shenanigans. Uh, Oh, wait, right. Maya's, so, Maya's missing. Maya is missing on top of it, um, which, may be why, which may be why the paper bird came to Zossus instead of Maya. Hmm. Huh. I wonder what that means. When did you we know, last see Maya? Did we send him Molly? Did we, Molly could probably kill him all by herself the way she is. So <laughs> did, isn't that what we did? We just sent him Molly. This week, and then she'll get there in like six hours, and then she'll kill them all and come back next week. 
Because let's be honest, that she Can is she's that? deaf. Well, I think uh, you know, Molly and Audra actually woke up early this morning, uh, and they've left you a a message. They left you a message with um, the uh, the proprietor of the Tarnished Gold Inn, Norin, and they said gone to see to attempt to locate Maya. Mm. Uh, That's nice of them. I thought so. I thought it was especially nice of them to to do that to leave you a note anyway. That way, that way, you know, you don't think they just died randomly. Mm-hmm. Well, first things first. We need to take care of our current task. If Getting we the moonstone, or yes, we have to get the moonstone first. Otherwise, we're going to be in the same boat, except facing a drow army and no moonstone. We got to do the moonstone first, y'all. Yeah. Yes, taking out Joriander is the priority. Rule the Underdark, Dolls and Joriander, close, close priorities. It could be a coin flip, by the way. I thought I hated Drow. I thought Drow were the most despicable species on this planet. And now I'm having second thoughts, Zez. <laughs> I think I found a more despicable species on this planet than Drow somehow. And he just stares at you, and and Yavir just stares at you. Well, I'm very benevolent. I can welcome Drow into my empire. I'm sure he's he's speaking of halflings or something. He's not. There's no way he could yeah. be talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Or like one of the twenty races in that document. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the skeleton mushroom people, whatever. Right oh man, yeah. All right, so we find the moonstone, and then go burn Embla to the ground. We don't, All in favor? Oh, I, I don't want to burning burn. Embla to the ground is a good idea. Yeah. Well, if the enemy has it, then we'll burn them to the ground, and then the enemy will burn. I mean, think. No, 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 no. Just leave that part of the thinking to somebody else for now, okay? I'm very strategic. I can so, tell. so Yavir is going of- to try to confuse Zez with an elaborate <laughs> puzzle. Like, you know, the Chinese finger puzzle? He's going to, like, do, like, a mental equivalent of that. Just to preoccupy Zez for a couple days. <laughs> for a couple days. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. I've got a good, I mean, we can let we can let Zez make some rolls, but I, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I feel like no matter how complex the puzzle, Zazasis is going to have an answer within moments. Uh, it won't, I, it won't right necessarily one. be the right answer. It will almost almost assuredly be the wrong <laughs> one, but he's going to have an answer. So, I mean, it, you know, you do manage to distract him the rest of the way through breakfast. <laughs> um, like five but, minutes later, he lights the puzzle on fire. The I solved puzzle. it, and then I lost it. <laughs> All right, so you have a couple of you. Are just going to lay low here? Or are you going to... Uh, do some recon in the town, uh, check out supplies. What do you want to, what are you going to do? Are you going to, I mean, there is always the option of heading back to Embla. Um, you know, it sounds like they're in dire straits back there. 
Do we have enough time to head back to Embla and then come back and be ready to go for the next thing? Uh, I imagine, I mean, technically, but I imagine, I'm, I imagine that uh, Jadrixel would probably, if you told her you were going to uh, be gone for a few days and come back, I imagine she would be, um, you know, able to wait for you. It's not like she's uh, not in any kind of a hurry to give you that information. Oh. Well, wasn't it a trouble? Wasn't it a trouble to get where we're at right now? Yeah. And then I feel like we have to fight to get right back to where we're at. And they're going to be vigilant because we've already done it once. There's we that. just yeah. need to, we need to hurry up <laughs> the process while we're here, but we can't, we can't leave. Otherwise we're going to be facing the army when they return. Yeah. You're right. Be a wasted effort. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I mean, we'd be, I, I think recon would be cool. Uh, but I think well, you're be certain people. Yeah, and, and. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you know, I could like hang around and stuff, and totally, you know, with my Keeps cloak up and whatnot, or my listen hood, in to conversations and yeah. stuff. That would be good. I, I could do that, <clears throat> but I reckon some of the other ones can do that as well, as long as they keep to the shadows. I can keep to the shadows now. I am always in shadows. So I'm talking I'll, about your mental condition. We're talking about. I, that way we can uh, have more of a chance of catching something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I want to um, buy health potions. And then I want to, like, find a booth in a restaurant or tavern or something. And just put my cloak up and chill and listen. Order a burger. Listen. And and watch, Bob. Can you throw up the map real quick? Yeah, of, uh, of Holoth. Yes. Sure. Did we notice any driders or any drider folk as we were around? What, what, yeah. I mean, what were they called? Drider folk, drider nation. They just called driders. Drider. Yeah, I mean drider. Yeah, there's a drider. And yes, you 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 saw Dryder for sure. Any of the we, fallen uh, or the failed? Um, you don't see any other failed. Okay, yeah, that's probably not good for you if you're to be out then. I'd like to have a conversation with the proprietor, the innkeeper, whoever, to kind of identify key points in the city of. Um, who's maintaining certain sections. That way we know what the safest areas, well, you know, which areas are more safe for us to kind of go to than others. One moment here. Technical difficulties. Because we know where the succubus place is. We know where one of the houses are. We know where we are, where the inn is, but I feel like we don't know where, what this area is, or this area. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could, might be helpful. I don't want to go into a shop where it's owned by a house Gullion 
trying to buy potions or anything. I'd rather go to one that's more sympathetic. That I mean, very yeah, good point. That's not a well. You have your your host here at um, at the Tartar's Gold Inn, uh, Norin, uh, who you could certainly pick their brain if you wish. Yes, I wish it. All right. <laughs> It happens because you missed it. Um, all right. So, yeah. Um, Sonora says, uh, all right. So, yes, uh, I can help you with some. I can give you an idea of some safer places around the city. Um, I would um, I would recommend, generally speaking, that you uh, definitely that you avoid uh, Temple Way. Uh, as well as the, uh, the Tower of the Slave Mistress and really anywhere around the slave pens, uh, the slaver's quarter, for example, uh, mainly because you're likely, some of you are likely to be mistaken for slaves and pressed into, into service unwillingly. Um, your best Your best bet is probably I can be mistaken for a slave owner. It happens. <laughs> well, not so Just much anyone in... associated with me, they tend to think them slaves. It's not so much an owner that uh, you might be mistaken for is the problem. It's uh, an enslaved person is the concern. Right. I would enslave others. Easy mistake. Uh... She sort of shakes her head and sort of looks at the rest of you. So yes, I would, I would stay uh, in your craftsman way. Uh, I I couldn't but overhear you talking about perhaps some potions of healing. Um, I can procure some of those for you, of of course, if you wish. But if you're looking for anything more complex, magic item wise, I recommend. There really is only one place in the city, and that is. Uh, Dripstone Magic Works, which I've indicated. That near either of the places you said to avoid? Yeah, well, so this is, this alley or road here uh, is going to be Temple Way. Um, this is, this sort of section here is Craftsman Way and the Slums. The most of the enslaved persons and their keepers are on sort of the southern half of the city. Okay. All right. And then Tower of the Slave Mistress is here. <laughs> so that's like everywhere, Seiko. <laughs> no, I mean, if we go this way and then we take this back road. Well, you're, cur- currently, you're, you are currently you are here at the Tarnished Gold Inn. Oh, it's right not here? far. Oh yeah, yeah. Right so it's it's truly not far. Yeah. Um, now, Dripstone uh, will certainly they pretty much have a monopoly on anything beyond sort of basic healing potions in the city. So you will definitely want to uh, be cautious if you if you do feel the need to go there. How many healing potions do we want 
uh, them to procure. And then we should go to the shop. I want one. I would say probably, depending on how much they were, one to two person. Two for those who don't have healing powers. Says, yeah, she says, I, I know for certain uh, I can get healing potions, uh, regular potion of healing for 100 gold, uh, greater for 300, others beyond that for um, the price tends to fluctuate. She says, you'd be best off for those trying to seek for those at Dripstone, but I can I can get you um, sort How of on the black, they, black How market. How much are they usually? Um, that's twice what you paid. Uh, that's what twice what you paid on the surface. So, um, high demand. Yeah. I mean, I think in the I think in Embla, I I don't recall whether you resupplied there, but in Embla, the cost is about three quarter or sorry one and a one and a half what you paid on the surface. So, everything down here is expensive. Yeah. All right, I'll take a greater healing potion. Is there a discount for future rulers of the Underdark? You know, candidates for emperor. Once, uh, well, yes, of course. Once you're emperor, I will refund you all, all of the money that you pay me, including for your stay here. Ah, excellent. So put it on my tab, and then you will pay me back later. And then you can close my tab. She says, uh, no, no, I do have to. I can't run a tab. I'm sorry. And not until you're emperor. And then I can run you a tab as big as you wish once you are, once you're emperor. She's thinking you not know how to run a tab. I can show you how to run a tab. I am very intelligent. I, I Oh, I certainly know how. It's. I'm sorry. It's just, it's just the policy. Tab can't be started until you're emperor. Yeah. She says, I, I only allow tabs for emperors. Present emperors, uh, not future. Now, if you have some sort of time magic and you want to send yourself forward in time and get some potions from me on tab and then come back with them, then you could certainly do that. Perhaps we should prioritize the time magic. Because then that will solve all of our problems. That is a good idea. That was my idea. And a brilliant one it was, Doran tells you. I'll ask, all right, uh, is there any settled. spot that I could go out uh, to uh, catch up on any news, like eavesdrop and not necessarily get noticed. I would oh, think well, that this would be the best place to do that, but later on when it gets full, yeah. She says that out on the street. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Tarnished Gold Inn is not terribly, um, you know, busy or whatnot most of the time. It's, it's sort of a, like I said, a seedier, uh, off the grid type place. Um, certainly the, the high market. Um, that's where all of the all of the uh, gossip happens among those in the noble houses for the most part. 
Uh, I think that's skirting pretty close to not being inconspicuous, even if I am trying to keep my nose down, you know what I mean? What do y'all think? Just stick closer to the end? I can go with you, Val, and uh, cast Pass Without Trace and just hide in the shadows with my cloak up. And then I can be lookout and you could listen, maybe engage. I don't think that's a good idea because that's close to the slave quarters where if they see you, they might think that you're, you're one of them. No, really the yeah. I mean, the slave areas really are, they're beyond the mushroom farms and whatnot. So it's a, it's a, it's a good distance from, from where we're talking about. I mean, again, okay. it's, the, it's sort of a Southwestern <laughs> portion of the city, roughly. Okay. Cool. Then yeah, that, that's a different line. So I'm cool there. No problem. I think we try to see what we can learn. Maybe something will give us an extra advantage in getting into that tower or once or once we're in there. Maybe we'll hear about something cool. All right. All right. So maybe the two of us will go and the rest can go to the shop and see if you find anything cool. And ask the shop owner questions. Yes, we will question the shop owner. Oh, no. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I, I'm glad I'm going head away. <laughs> All right. All right, well, All right. So maybe the two of us will go. And we will start then with Yisra uh Yisra and Siku. Um, Yisra and Val. Yisra and Val, sorry. Yep. Yep. Uh, As you travel to the high market, Yisra, go ahead and give me a stealth check in the tower as you're sort of trying to keep to the the shadows and whatnot. Can I cast Pass Without without Trace on both of us first? Yeah, yeah, I figured you would. Okay. Let's see... I think you've already got it on you. Okay. Level two. Spell. There we go. And then stealth check. All right. All right. So you make it to the high market. Now, the high market is it's basically um, it's basically an open air market, but it's um, you know the goods are are boutique, high end goods for the most part. Um, you have, um, for example, you, there are very well made weapons, uh, both magical and mundane. You see, there is uh, torture equipment, leather goods. Um, silk, jewelry, clothing, uh, oil. Uh, there are uh, both strong and beautiful and even edu- well-educated uh, enslaved persons being sold. Um, sort of, you know, higher-end enslaved persons, right, for specialized type needs. Um, it, there is also a good bit of upper-world produce 
and uh, and uh, high-end foodstuffs, wines, that sort of thing. What do I see? And I'm just going to pay attention to the people, like paying attention sure. to body language. And if anyone's doing anything shady, is there like a drug deal going on in the corner? Is there uh, someone stealing? Like what, what am I seeing? And then maybe Val can listen. Yeah, give me um, give me an insight check as you oh, try to going, discern. Going for perception, but I can do insight. Oh, it's just as good. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Um, so for the most part, everything seems to be above board. Um, although you do catch, you see a, one particular vendor. Um, he's talking with a, a drow noble woman. You're certainly certain she's a noble woman. You're not positive whether she's a matron necessarily, uh, no way to tell, but um, very wealthy, obviously, and influential. And uh, he's getting ready to reach under the stall for something, and he kind of looks looks around to make sure nobody's watching and he pulls something up, and you can't quite tell what it is, um, other than you just get a slight glint or reflection off of it. You think of it's uh, possibly silver or steel of some sort, and he sort of palms it and hands it to her while still looking around to, to sort of make sure nobody is seeing it. For some reason, he doesn't seem to notice you. And what what does this vendor sell? Like, what's what are the items that he has? Yeah, he has um, everything on his. Uh, it, it's a produce booth. It's got produce from the upper world. So I kind of whisper this to Val, relay the slight sketchiness over there, in case you want to approach. Okay. Well, I'll get closer. I'm still trying to. Seem as inconspicuous as possible, you know. I don't want to be in the middle of anything, just kind of in the background. So just just listening in and paying attention, like I'm window shopping. Sure. Uh, yeah, give me a perception check. Sure. Hmm. It was yeah, almost you're... on a twenty. Not really getting, not really getting anything. Okay. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. Get him. Get him. Yeah, get him. Sid, is that his name? Uh, oh, no. Her name is Daffodil. She's amazing. Yeah. Daffodil. Daffodil. Oh, I, I thought I heard you say, get him, Sid. No. Get him, Daffodil. You get him. Get him. Get that Val. Get that hexagon. Such a threatening name. You know. Anything. She's about threatening it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, sorry. No, you're okay. Gale and Gigapop would get along. Right? And Malcolm. Malcolm would get along, too. Except he'd try to eat everybody. So maybe he wouldn't get along at all. Gigapop's okay with that. She's all mm-hmm. on board. Right. Anything I can hear in during that exchange? Or am I too far away? Yeah, you're not really able close enough to hear anything, and they're they're whisp- they're speaking in hushed tones. Okay. Um, but after a moment, you see the the drow woman uh, walk 
Walk away. Can we follow? Do you want to follow, Val? Do you want to follow? Val. Okay. You're, you're muted. I'll follow. He's just really I'll good at whispering. Okay, Val. Right, we saw him muted. He's just speaking so softly. <laughs> he's way softer than we can speak. He's just, yeah, he's speaking softly in reverse. And so um, only Zazasis, the emperor from the future, can hear him. Maybe, I was thinking, maybe instead of emperor, Tsar. Tsar Sisasas. Sisasas the Tsar. Sisasas You're not, you're not where we are right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm everywhere. That's true. Um, right, but I will. I will take stuff. First of stealth. all, do I see? Yeah. Do I see where she pocketed it? Like, did she put it in a pouch in her pocket? Uh, she stuck it down inside of her robe. Okay, so we're gonna follow. Keep our distance, not for a, a ton of time, but we'll just see like which direction of the city she heads and what she does with it in that in like the first couple minutes. All right. Go ahead and give me uh, stealth checks, both of you. Ah. In the tower, please. Mm. I love the fact that both of you have like this heavy armor. No, but armor. we have pass without trace. It's a magic. Right, so it gives you a plus magic. 10. Exactly. Exactly. No, I just, I think it's great. Um, <laughs> By great, he means I hate this. No, I, I think it's fun and hilarious. Genuinely is what I mean. I mean, truly. Uh, although, uh, yeah. We both rolled twos. No, but. <laughs> Tripped no, over but each other. Val stepped on my on my uh, cape. So you see, she walks, she travels from the high market uh, out a little ways. She actually goes into... This building here. Ooh. Hmm. And do we know what that building is? It looks like a temple, and uh, I would, I would look, I would entertain a religion check. Boy, you know, you think I'd be good at this being a paladin, but in my experience, paladins are very rarely actually proficient in religion. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Minus so this one. Huh. this is a temple dedicated to uh, the Spider Queen to Loth. Um, the symbols on the temple indicate uh, that it is a temple devoted to pain. Oh my God. I turn to Val. I'm like, I'm sure you already know this, but I, I and I relay everything. I'm sure you already know this. Course, so it's, course. A, it's a temple dedicated to husbands everywhere. Well, it depends on the husband. Are you are you guys gonna try and peer in through the through the windows or even even walk in? Val, what do you uh, want to do? No, nah, I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> I don't think this is a good idea. Because we're going to not be inconspicuous anymore <laughs> when we go in that building. And it's a temple of pain. <laughs> yeah. No. Can, <laughs> can you just, can you just uh, peer into a window? Like, I'll stay far, a little farther away, but still with 
pass without trace. Can you just peer into a window? Just like, just like a little, see what you see? No, no. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> no. No, 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 not doing that. Sounds like she's no. asking so nicely, but no. no. All right. Okay. We head back I, to. Give me a give me a perception check at least as you pass within earshot of the Temple of Pain. Oh yeah, Yisra, you hear various and sundry <laughs> various and sundry screams, uh, and and not just screams, but uh, also also uh, what sound like. Uh, screams not just of pain but of passion uh, and pleasure and uh, you you hear what sounds like the the cranking of sort of rusty uh, uh, you know gears and whatnot in any other city you know? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, you are you are right across from the parlor of respite as well. So, I mean. All right. Lead the way, Val. All right. Let's head back and relay our information. Maybe the head proprietress has an idea of who this person is. Or what uh, the or item what was. Yeah. yeah. All right. Meanwhile... What are the rest of you doing? Well, you said Yavir is just chilling because he would be way too conspicuous. So, I mean, there, yeah, I mean, so, well, it helped me out here because I'm drawing a, a blank and uh, I'm not too proud to admit that I am, uh, that I forget things and, and I lose details from time to time. Talk to me and, and tell our viewers and listeners about the difference, what makes you different from a standard sort of drider that might be walking through the street? So there's two driders. Uh, one sort of drider is revered and seen as blessed by Loth because they have gone through this transformation from being a drow, uh, a respected uh, drow that has fulfilled some sort of, of wish or desire of Loth's. And then there's another sort of drow, like Yavir, or Dryder, sorry, uh, like Yavir that comes from a drow that was persecuted and unwillingly turned into a Dryder to sort of serve uh, a more, uh, a darker, sinister purpose, or as a punishment. Uh, Yavir, for example, was punished because uh, Yavir and his master uh, deigned to go to the surface and not kill surface elves as they tried to learn new magic and they were more curious about magic. And when they got back and they were found out, uh, lost handmaidens and minions turned them into uh, fallen riders. And so um, fallen riders are seen as outcast and they don't typically live in cities. And they're typically what upper worlds, upper worlders think of. Yes. When they think of, when they think of driders, they're the more common type of driver. Yeah. Would uh, it help if I took out my wand of polymorph and I cast you, turned you into a normal-looking drow? Well, I can polymorph myself too. 
Uh, Why don't you do that? Well, because it's a spell slot, and uh, I figured we might get into trouble at some point, given the Zez's in our party, so might as well save well, that for Wall of Fire or something. Well, then I can use the wand, because I get nine charges. Oh, okay. Wait, is that this game? Let me look. Hang on. I don't think it is. <laughs> that's not this game. That's another that's that's another that's another game that I'm in with Bob. Oh, so Yavir is Yavir is happy to stick behind because he's just this is his first time in his city for hundreds of years. Yeah, you can listen in the tavern. Like Yeah, no, Yavir yeah. is hiding out. Okay. All right, so Val or I'm sorry, uh Neki Siku and Zazasis, what are you guys doing? Um, plotting. We're plotting um, the 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 uh, raid of Embla. Suzasis is plotting, and as he's talking, I get up and I walk away. And I head out the door, and I head towards the Craftsman Way. And I'll just keep talking out loud to Siku. Right on. Uh-huh, uh-huh, are you uh-huh. are you following behind or or just uh-huh. talking aloud as if he's still there or what? Uh, eventually, once I realize he's gone, I'll follow. All right, all right. So this stretch of Holoth houses many businesses uh, requiring space uh, to not just to to sell or not just to trade, but to create. Um, so you see, uh, there are. Uh, carpenters' shops for furniture making. There are clothiers and glass blowers and jewelers and metal workers, pottery makers, sculptors, painters, weavers, weaponsmiths. Siku, all of this will be ours. Well, mine, but I will share it with yours. That's good to know, as long as you give me a discount. Of course. to the You're so store. loyal. <laughs> Everything the light touches. Everything the light touches. Right on. Do we happen to remember what the moonstone looked like? I know that was way far back. Did we ever actually see it? I'm trying to remember. Yeah. I remember it sinking through the floorboard, like slowly. Yep, yep slow motion. Um, yeah, so let's see if I've got a. Oh, well, I would let me look for a digital. I think I have a digital picture here in Fantasy Grounds, perhaps. It was shiny. <laughs> I remember that much. Yeah, I like feel like, blue. wasn't it on a chain and it was like a blue glow? That's how I've been imagining it this whole time, so I don't know if that was from an image or just from my brain. And just a, just a, uh, two shakes here. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, so uh, he, uh, yeah. So during the ceremony, Joriander uh, lifted a uh, lifted the lid on a box, um, and you begin to see you could see a dark gray stone shining like crisp starlight, followed by a pulsing blue yellow glow which enveloped his face and of course the crowd called out the moon shard um when you first saw it so yes uh, i don't have a picture of it but that is that's there was a it was a stone but we remember the shape and it was a stone that glowed certain colors yep, yep exactly Shines like a dark gray stone that shines like crisp starlight, followed by pulsing blue yellow glow. And yeah, and this is just kind of off the wall talking, but you know, Siku's looking at Zazasis and goes, What if we were to get one of these craftsmen to create a duplicate moonstone that we could swap out? You mean like an Indiana Jones thing? It'd be identical. Like a heist like like situation. We are going to get, make, get a replica made. We, if we infiltrated and if we were able to do a little switcheroo, might be able to give us an advantage to get out. I think that's a good idea. Is there like any like shops in here? You know, like when you go like to the Leaning Tower of Pisa, there's like models of the Leaning Tower of Pisa that people make and stuff. Is there anything like that, like but of the Moonstone? <laughs> you know, like a tourist attraction <laughs> kind of item. <laughs> like somebody's. Hell? I'm just trying to think. You know. <laughs> Hey, there are no bad ideas. I love right? it. I just I think love it's it. It's so weird, but you're I right. I feel like Siku should be. get inspiration for a great idea. No, there would already, be, though. I'm at four, so I mean, come on. I don't know. I'm just, three, I'm just throwing it out there. I he's, mean, at three, could, he's at three. He's at four, and three's the limit. So, I, you know, how did that happen? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, how did that know. happen? I mean, it's, it's, it's an idea. <laughs> Obviously, I'm talking to Z to Zazasis on this. I mean, that it might be you could, if we had this, you could probably use some kind of spell like command or something to make them believe this was the real moonstone. Yes, Joriander is an idiot, he would believe anything. So I look around and I see is there anything, is there any like anything that resembles a moonstone? Looking. Um, you know what? Give me, uh, you know what? Roll me a a percentile dice just for the heck of it. Percentile. Uh, what percentile. Yeah. Right click on your right click on your d10 there in the uh, in the dice tray, and go to percent, and then drop it into the text chat. I'm going to say you've got about a twenty four percent. So you want. One through twenty-four. If if so, then yeah, you can you find something similar enough to it that uh, you imagine with a little bit of enchantment could could the glowing thing could be done. Oh, so just right-click it and just throw it in the chat. 
Uh, right click on the yeah the D10, go to percent, and then drop it in the chat. Did that work? Uh, that didn't work. I heard a roll. Yeah. Come on, reset. Okay. Throw it in there. Well, let me do it. Yeah, all right, here I got you. I got you. It'll let me pick it up and like highlight the percentage, but it won't. Like I, I can't figure out how to throw it in there. Weird. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, there goes a the percentile roll. Is that someone else? Wait, uh, yes, yes. That? So you're. Oh, did I just uh, do it? No, I, that I, was yes, right? I was playing around. Sorry. So, well, here, well, let's talk. You, so you right-click on the D10, and you see, like, 2X, 3X, 4X, et cetera, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, and then, gotcha. Then go to percent. There you are. There we go. All right. Uh, you know, it's close. You find a stone. It's definitely, um, it's definitely bigger than the moon shard. Um, I mean, by, like, half over again. Um, so, you know, it's, but other than the shape and the basic coloration are pretty close. Um, what about this? Is last year, do you think this will work? Yes, I can probably burn off part of it and then it will be just the right size. Or we can just kind of sand it down. I think that might yes, I will sand it with fire. I do have artisan tools. I don't know if that works, but <laughs> you know, we can... I figured out. Uh, excuse me, um, sir. How much is is this right here? He says, uh, uh, "Oh, that's uh, that's a scrap uh, from a from a, a piece I made a uh, a great stone chair for uh, for uh, Mistress Melora." Uh, you may just have that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, Except your, your tribute. This your was crest. a very wise action on your part. When I am sauce, 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 I will remember this. When you are what now? Sauce, sauce, sauce. <clears throat> he sort of backs there. away slowly. Uh, I shall tip. Uh, here's a gold piece just as a tip for your skilled profession. Oh, well, uh, thank you. Uh says you should probably uh, see if you can't get him. Uh, they have a decent, a decent uh, hospital inside the war college. I would recommend sending him there. Yes, we yes. can take over the hospital. We'll conquer the weak first. Excellent idea. It was my idea. Yes, it was. You can tell everyone that that was your idea. All right, let's... Um, I think we need to head to this uh, drip store ma magic works to kind of see what magic items they have there. All right. Dripstone magic works. 
All right. So you do. You, you travel toward the Dripstone Magic Works. Um, and uh, you do get some looks here and there as you move through the, the city. I mean, matter of fact, uh, Siku and Zasis, give me insight checks, if you would. I am very insightful. Oops, not bad. You want that in the tower? Oh, yes. Insight and stealth always in the tower, please. Oh, okay. All right. I will reroll. All right. I mean, yeah, you, uh, Sasanasis, not as much. Siku, you do notice you're getting some strange looks, but nobody seems to be paying you too much mind um, in general. So that's, you know, you're feeling pretty confident that you're not being singled out necessarily. Siku, do you think we should draw more attention to ourselves? I mean, they should recognize their future ruler, right? No, I think they will recognize their, your your rule once you actually rule. It'll probably be better that way. Well, I mean, the faster, the better. I think that once they see you liberate them, they will cling to you like white on rice. Quick, into this magic shop. They might like, have a doll. Or like stink on... Um, ah, yes, for Val's sake, let us find this all, the dolls. All right. So, uh, yeah, you walk into the store. Uh, it is set within a single limestone, large limestone column that stretches almost uh, to the ceiling. When you step in, you see countless carved niches displaying what seem to be thousands of items. These mini shelves start at ground level and spiral away into the top reaches of the massive speleothem. Uh, at the door uh, is a, uh, a drow um, sitting at a uh, on a rare and valuable hardwood counter near the entrance. Close by are several floating discs. Um, he says, uh, good morning. I am Cural Tor. I am proprietor of Stripstone Magic Works. Uh, is this your first time with us? It is our first time with you. I am Siku, and this is Zazasas. The future ruler of the Underdark. Sar Zazasas, you may call me. I can assume you're looking uh, for a perhaps a scroll of removing curses, he says to Siku. <clears throat> yes, he is a, he is my curse, but I don't think there's a scroll long enough to rid me of this one. I understand. He says, well, uh, allow me to tell you, uh, you both, how things work here. Um, you... Uh, 
you are free, of course, to browse whatever's for sale on the shelves. Uh, all you need to do is step onto one of these discs, and he points at the stone discs floating on the floor. Say aloud the name of a specific item or its type, uh, whatever you're interested in, and you will find that the disc will slowly take you to whatever clo most closely matches your request. Now, um, you can certainly pick up and examine objects in front of them, in front of you, uh, but I will let you know that all the goods are protected by a planar barrier, so you'll be unable to activate or investigate magical properties of a given item uh, while inside the shop. Uh, this is for your safety, of course. Of course. But if we have any questions, you, with your grasp knowledge, would be able to explain the certain items if we come across any wear items we've never seen before. Yes, of course. Yes. yes, explain them or else. The Zosses do not fall off the disc when you get up there. I will never fall off a disc. I am too fast. Oh, God. Make <laughs> him roll an athletics check or acrobatics check. When he well, you know, it does. Days. It moves so slow that even, even Grandpa Drow uh, up there looking for. Grandpa know. Drow. Is that his name? Grand I want to go Grandpa talk to Grandpa Drow. Drow. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I'm just in here. I, just, I remember back when I, when my day, when we invaded Embla, uh, we didn't have any of this mandy, fancy, fancy modern music. We had to, you know what we had? We just had pinups is what we had. Some magical pinup scrolls. And that's what I'm looking for here. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, no, they, they move real slow, and they're actually perfectly balanced. So, almost, I mean, it's like a segue. Unless you're intentionally trying to fall off, you're not going to. Awesome. Actually, that, that's not how a segue works either. But yeah, didn't the owner um, of Segway die on a segue? You know what? I feel like there's more to that story, but um, I, I don't recall right now for sure. Uh, he became a, a mall security guard. Um, Walmart, uh, all right. So is I know you're looking for teeth. Maybe there's some magical teeth. In yes, I will find the teeth. And there's maybe a magical doll as well. So there's two items you can go look for. Maybe I mean, he fell off a teeth. Get okay, them both he, done at the same time. He fell off a cliff. Okay, so you can't really blame the Segway. <laughs> I mean, he drove off a cliff, right? I mean, that's not... All right. Uh, I mean, he was uh, on a Segway. Well, okay, that's like saying I drove... I was in a Chevy and went off a cliff. Oh, Chevrolet. They're, they're inherently... Actually, the vehicles in general probably exactly. are. This is America. You could sue for anything. Well, okay. But, I mean, the coffee lady... I don't know if you've seen the photos. But the McDonald's coffee lady, I mean, like... Yeah, I mean, she required skin grafts, and it was bad. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, all right. We so digress. Start, starting with Zasas. We just what? wanted them to cover her medical bills, and they wouldn't, and it turned into a whole thing. Uh, Zasas, what are you? What are you saying? What are you? Uh, what are you speaking the name of? I am speaking the name of the teeth I seek. All right. And they, they have a name, so you, you have to say it out loud. The Unless uh, you're looking just for any kind of teeth, in which case it could take you, you know, it'll take you to whatever it, the the whatever the magic thinks is the closest approximation. 
my um my studies say they're called the teeth of Dalvernar. All right, so you say that. Uh, let's see. All right, so uh, the disc takes you. Did you just say something because I missed it? I said the disc takes you. Um, it takes you to a shelf. And on the shelf, you see a, uh, a strange bony pincher uh, made of metal. And uh, I'm going to... I'm going to give you a picture here. It's going to take me just a second, but um, it it uh, it actually has a set of just five, ten teeth total, five on the top, five on the bottom, and it looks like you could. They're almost like pliers. You could open it up, and like you could grab a tooth with it, and the uh, the 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 fulcrum or where the uh, handles and the jaws of the pliers meet, you know, where the nut is on like a pair of modern pliers is a, a gem, a small red gem that sort of um, pulsates uh, just ever so slightly when you pick it up. All right, I will take it. All right. So it looks like the picture that I'm going to show you here, you definitely think it's not the teeth that you're looking for. These are not the teeth you're looking for. Um, well, that's what the teeth would say, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So that's kind of what it looks like. Um but, you know, I mean, you're actually pretty certain that it's not. Uh, it must be the closest thing that the is available in the shop. And there is a little placard. Um, and it describes what the item does. Basically, if you remove a, you can use the device to remove a tooth out of a humanoid's mouth. Um, out of a compliant or unable to act humanoid. Um, and now, and that humanoid will lose a hit point as well as the tooth. And that hit point is taken off their max, can only be regained by a wish spell. Immediately after removing a tooth, the tooth, a tooth fairy will appear for an hour and will be sworn to the owner as per the find familiar spell. Um, so, yeah. Meanwhile. That's sort of creepy. Meanwhile, what, uh, what's, what's Seeker looking for? Well, I'm looking for two things. One, I'm looking for a molly. 
I'm looking for rings of protection. All right. Yeah, you you see you you say ring of rings of protection. Both of you give me, by the way, a perception check. And as is awesome, if he could give me a perception check, I'd try. Oh, sorry. Uh, in the tower, no. Give roll perception in the open. Ah. All right. Um, you both notice when you speak the name of whatever item it is that you're looking for, or the type of item, um, there is a ledger next to Curl. Um, the ledger, there's a quill and an inkwell next to it. The quill magically writes down whatever you whatever you say, just keeps a, re- a record basically of, all right, well, it's your search history, right? It's your browser history because you're browsing the store, you see. Browser history. It's your browser history. You know what? If, if you guys won't do it, I'll just I'll have to do it myself. It's your browser history. Um, okay, so Siku, you say rings of protection. You were taken to a... Uh, floated up a, a couple of levels, a few levels, to a section with a, a number of rings. Uh, there are several. There are there are some that are listed light, lightly protective, moderately, and heavily protective. Curl, I'm interested in these rings. What are the prices on these different level rings you have here? All right, so you go back down. He says, uh, says um, well, uh, he says the um, the protective rings. Yes, uh, says, let me uh, let me look. And he walks over to the ledger, starts flipping through. Says, ah, oh, yes. Um, says the uh, seven thousand for the for the base model. For the base model. Yes, the, the, uh, the, the light model. Yes, exactly. Whew. For the medium. He flips a couple of pages, 22. 22 gold pieces? That's, that's a little bit more of my... <laughs> thousand. <laughs> thousand pieces. <laughs> I like you. What's your name? Siku, Siku, Siku. I like you, Something Siku. Tribe. Hmm, that's very gross. I was also... Wondering, there's one more item that I've actually looking for. Do you have any Qual's feather tokens? Oh yes. Um, step on the uh, step on the disc, and it will take you to the to the tokens. Yeah, and they've got uh, yeah, they've got anchor, bird, fan, swan boat, whip. I pick the bird one and I bring it down. I go, I found this bird token, calls by the bird token. How much are you asking for this? 5,000. How much? 5,000. 5,000. How about I give you 1,500 and Zuzosis will remember your graciousness when he takes over the syndicate. <laughs> I like you. I like you. I promise that we won't kill you. I like you a lot. Four thousand. You make me. You make. You make me laugh. 
it's a little bit more than I'm willing to part with at this time. Um, perhaps something in trade. Is there anything that you've been searching for on the hunt for? <sighs> or something we could do for you? Something maybe you haven't gotten a chance to do that we could... Service of some sort, eh? Of course. I mean, I mean, we could make you the royal seller of the tower once Zazosis takes power. But other uh, than that... Yes, you could be the subsar. We also... Sika, we also have the staff of Python, the drow staff, in case that's worth anything. He says, um, there's possibly something you can do for me. I'll tell you what. Um, I close in... I close for the day uh, around the 18th hour. Why don't you, uh, why don't you come by just before and uh, bring, bring your funny friend. He points at the sauces, bring your funny friend. And uh, I have anyone an excellent else, sense of humor. Anyone else you would think might be useful. I, I may have a task for you. Of course. And I have another question for you. What type of um, drow are you again, Yavir? Failed. He's one of the failed. One of the failed. Do you have rider, any failed rider? Do you have any particular harborment towards specific drow or driders like the failed rider or or any other like that? Well, um, any other race? I mean, as long as they have money, be. right? Truth be told, failed riders uh, are generally, are often indistinguishable from others visually. Uh, it's more about the mark that they bear internally. So uh, if you were to come come here with a drider, I I would not, uh, I would not care, a drider of any sort. Duly noted, duly noted. Zazasis, did you find your doll? You could certainly uh, say dolls. I mean, here, I mean, it's, you know, if you wanted to, just putting it out there. Did I, was I able to buy this pliers thing? Oh, uh, yeah, he'll sell it to you for 1200 if you want it. <laughs> you mean it's stupid? I don't even know how much money I have. Hold on. Is it under inventory? Did you read what it does? Twelve hundred for to summon a tooth fairy, but four thousand for a bird claw. All right. Tony's a little drunk right now, so this might be. Uh... I'll take it. Twelve hundred. <laughs> All right. God. All right. Very nice. All right. Here, let me uh, create the item for you real quick inside your sheet, so you don't have to worry about it. Everyone, keep your mouth closed while you're sleeping. What in the hell? God, there it goes. No, that's weird. All right. And it's called a...
There we go, Tooth Fairy Summoner. All right. I'll figure out a use for it once I'm not drunk. Right on. You might figure one out before then, even. You don't know. That's true. All right. So back to the end. Yes, back to the end to relay that we might have an opportunity to score some good stuff with this proprietor. Okay. Did Yavir hear anything in the meantime or see anything? Yeah, that uh, is Yavir, a good question. That is a good question. Yavir, give me a... Oh, first give me a perception check. Let's start there. Gosh, I keep trying to drag the... Uh, there we go. All right, and now give me an insight check. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty uneventful, honestly. Uh, just not a whole, not a whole heck of a lot going on. It's daytime. I mean, uh, matter of fact, Norin, she sits and sits, she comes over after all, so she says, uh, mind if I uh, sit and have a drink with you? Yes. Yes, you mind, or yes, uh, yes, I may. Yes. Yeah. She she sits down. She says, "You know." She says, she sort of leans forward on the table. She says, "I couldn't help but over here a little bit." Uh, you know, the streets should be safe for you for the most part. Um, the. Uh, you may not think it, but um, just by looking at you, no one would be certain that you were a failed rider. No, I have disadvantage on charisma. Uh, I'm so uh, ugly. Oh, right. Well, well, yes. You're not the most. I mean, she says. Um, People will notice me through my ugliness. She says, you know, uh, one person's ugly is another person's beauty. She says, uh, matter of fact, I, I think it's kind of. Uh, Kind of sexy. I'm just stunned. <laughs> uh, y- y- Yavir has no... Uh, I... Uh, you understand, I don't have the anatomy of a uh, she's brow anymore. Not, she says, no, no, I'm not... Uh, I'm not coming on to you. I, I just... Uh, I think uh, you know some some of us are drawn to uh, to alternative standards. Is all I'm saying in terms of what we what we feel is aesthetically pleasing. And uh, she says, "I I think you'll find there's more more folks like that than than you might realize." I'm just saying, uh, be proud of who you are. So. I have not entered a city. I have not interacted with people that I haven't later killed for hundreds of years. I don't know how to act amongst your kind. 
Well, that's that's fair, I suppose. But uh, just just keep in mind, uh, I will nobody... be open to the prospect of an opportunity. Yes, exactly. Be open to the prospects, to the opportunities that lie before. All right. So about this time, you, the rest of you are you're arriving back just around the same time, and you see when you walk in the, through the door, you see what looks like. Uh, Norrin, the, the innkeeper, uh, flirting with Shavir. Get some! <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Get some! Siku walks over to the jukebox in the corner and starts playing ZZ Top <laughs> Legs. Uh, I think this is what she means. <laughs> legs. Oh, I see what you did there. Got the leg. I see what you did there. Okay. All right. Clever. That's good, Siku. It was. It was clever. You can all tell that Yavir is incredibly uncomfortable talking to anybody. The party members, he talks about eating you and wrapping you up in a web cocoon someday to devour or to store away as a trophy. And with these people, he's even more lost. Now, Talking about storing you away as a trophy of, of killing you is, is a compliment, by the way. So it's. You did say this was a gaming hall as well, right? Yeah. And, you know, by, by mid afternoon, things start to pick up there. But they, yeah, there are. Uh, it's a gaming hall, a gambling, and strong drink is the idea. I wonder if I can win some money to get those items because it's very expensive here, guys. And we tell them about the prices at the magical shop. Like Z spent 1200 gold on a pair of pliers. What a deal it was! <laughs> on pliers? All I need is a compliant humanoid. Do you want to try? Are you a humanoid? You don't look. You are. You should use yourself. Yes, pull your own tooth out. (laughs) What a wonderful idea! All my teeth to conquer the under. Nah, you know. No, you have plenty. You only need maybe one, so you can summon a bunch. But the proprietor did say that in return for what I am going to assume is going to be a huge discount, he is going to meet us later on at closing and he has some tasks that for us to uh, help him with in order for us to get those huge savings but this place is amazing and they have lots of items for sale i'm interested and yavir he'd like i have i have no earthly currency things all I have are my weapons to trade. Well, your trade will increase in value if you help. Let's put it that way. Okay. I don't think this is like a GameStop. I think you will get more for Okay. This. Okay, power to the gamer. <laughs> and. It'd be nice to actually get something, you know what I'm saying? Because this whole trip, I've managed to lose money. <laughs> you know, and I ain't even trying to spend nothing. 
So yeah, I'm, I'm down for something. All right. There are a number of games available. Uh, there's a, a dice game uh, known as uh, sorry, known as Run of Luck. There is uh, Three Dragon Ante, a card game, uh, sometimes known as Dragon Poker. Um, and you all are familiar with it, or at least the Surface version. Um, there is a... Uh, basically, uh, a Blackjack. And then there is a spinning wheel game. Any of those sound in particularly interesting? I want to play blackjack. All right. Um, I think. Yeah, there's a poker player in his past. If you right. should join me. Only if we count cards. That's legal. It is, but it's frowned upon. You'll get tossed. <laughs> if you get tossed. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, let's start with 21, they call it. It's blackjack, basically. And uh, here's, how we'll, here's how we'll do it. Uh, here's the basic mechanic. Now, well, first, who wants to buy in? A buy-in is 25 gold pieces. What is the payout? Three to two. So uh, what's that mean? Three to somebody math. 30. So you get, um, if you win, you, so you pay, tw yeah, well, you, if you win, you, you uh, get back 37 gold, five silver. Otherwise, you lose your 25. I'm in. All right. Uh, well, mainly if you beat the dealer, of course, right? All right. So uh, whoever's playing, go ahead and remove 25 gold from your character sheet and roll 2d10. I will play because good thing my wife's not here because she knows that I can't help gambling. <laughs> Hopefully she's not watching this somewhere. 2D10? Yep. In the tower or out in the open? In the open, please. Ooh, All right. Nice. Now, starting with Yisra, you may roll an additional D10 at, as, as many times as you want. If you go over 21, you lose. Okay. We'll do it. <laughs> wow. Is the dealer showing cards? Oh, it didn't go through, did it? There we go. Uh, the dealer does not show cards. When it's time, I will reveal the dealer's cards. He has just has uh, two to start with. She crashed. All right. Two. Siku, then. I got four. Gives me nine. Come on, ten. Gives me 10, Ooh. one more, 11, 
Oh, snap. Oh, hell. And then, like, enough ah. for, like, just a win. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. <clears throat> you gonna stay there? Damn. Yes. Okay. I should have stayed at the 16, then. All right, here's the dealer's first two dice. We're a five. Seven. Twelve. Nineteen. Dealer oh. wins. Wow. Can I play again? Yeah. Not spend another 25. Are we the only ones playing? I think so. I thought Yavir was in, but... No, Yavir's actually broke. There are other people at the table betting, but uh, uh, they're not relevant because either they, either, they either they beat the dealer or they don't. Ooh, 17. Just right. for 17. All right. 13. One more. Oh, no, it was in the tower. Sorry. All right, you had a, you had a four. 17 as well. All right, I'll stay there. All right, here's the dealer. Three. Six. Seven. Oh, gosh. Uh, 13. Bust. Oh, uh, yes. All right, so 37 gold, five silver you each get. We spent 50. Right? <laughs> All right, Again. meanwhile, one more, one more time. All right, three rounds. There you go, three rounds. Here's your you chance to lose. break even. Here's your chance to break even. Go ahead. Ooh, I want to split that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there isn't one. There's a that's this uh oh, it's more more complex than what we have. So 18. 18, I'm stopping. Five. They want to split. I can play this the rest of the night. 14. <laughs> one more. 15. Shit. Damn. I'm gonna one more. Do it. Twenty-one. No. Oh yes. Twenty-one gives me double. If you Evan? or a friend you know sadly has a problem. <laughs> call this number. Sadly <laughs> push. Wait, what did you get? Uh, 21. The dealer. You got 21, 21 as well. Ah. <laughs> yeah, but I got a 21, so you get automatic payout on 21. Yeah. Is that right? Yep. Let's see. That's the way it works in casinos. All right. I'll take your word for it. I uh, I just. To, yeah, it's one to two. <laughs> All right. But it's, it's a blackjack, anyway. <laughs> I, I typically just, you know. I don't know. I'm just saying. If you and the both you and the dealer have a twenty-one, you get a one-one payout. It says right here. All right. Get twenty-five. Yep. yep. All right. All right. That was fun. Who's next? Who wants Another. to do something else? No, no, no. It's enough. <laughs> enough twenty-one for now. Uh, who else wants to play a gambling game of any sort? Anyone? Let's go burn down Embla. Let's, Let's go burn it. down Embla. <laughs> 
Tony. What are we drinking tonight? The scotch? I hope it's scotch. I finished a bottle of bourbon. All right. Like actual bourbon, like uh, Kentucky bourbon. Yes. Kentucky Street <laughs> bourbon whiskey. Like uh, old Grandpappy, or what do you got? What are you drinking tonight? It is Angel's Envy. Okay. I'm not had. I'm not had. All right. Well, it might be time to meet the shop owner unless anybody else wants to play. Yeah, you can. I rely more on making my money with means of guaranteed payout. (laughs) It ain't going to be through gambling. Yes, destroy your enemies and steal their belongings. And amidst all of this, I just want to make sure that Val and I relayed what we saw in the Temple of Pain and what we heard in case it becomes relevant. Also, specifically, the exchange of this little metal copper thing, sketchily exchanged. (laughs) You know, and Brad is watching us and uh, no, you're not wrong, Brad. The best game and the game with the best payout at the casino, it's the beer game. You guys know that one? give them the beer game yeah you give your bartender a few dollars and you get a beer every time there's a payout every darn time (laughs) all right so uh you know we are at uh not not quite to our halfway point but i think this is a good spot to take a break before you go back to the magic item shop let's uh those of you watching listening we'll be back in about 15 minutes um stretch your legs use the restroom do what you got
find okay. Steed at level four. Mm-hmm. And then just fighting on top of a celestial because we're in Baldur's Gate, so it's it's all hell. So they're nothing but fiends and demons. Yeah, that sounds like a good benefit too. So, especially even when a higher level and you get that summon greater steed. Oh yeah, you get like a you guys. You mentioned mounts, and I will. Uh, I mean, you guys have been playing with me for a long time. I don't think anybody uh, in this party has necessarily uh, had a, a mounted class or or anything along those lines. But my uh, my regular players will tell you. Um, I have I have a reputation when it comes to mounts, um, and that is uh, a mount very rarely survives a single session if if they're used for anything other than transport. Combat mounts are almost always the first target. Um, now there's a reason for that. All right, now my my regular players will will tell you that that I made this up after the fact. Uh, after I had the reputation for killing off mounts. But the fact is, all right, uh, if you are in a battle, I mean, even historically, cavalry, because of their maneuverability, are are the some of the most dangerous opponents on the battlefield. And so, you know, D&D is, is no different in my mind. So from in that regard, so very often mounts are the first target in a battle. Um, now, at least, at least when I, you know, when I'm the DM, uh, there are. <laughs> so we can all mount Javier and then Javier will be the target of all the attacks. Well, you understand that Javier doesn't have the same equipment that a drow has in terms of, uh, that a humanoid would have in terms of being mounted. Um, just gonna throw 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 back to the earlier. Doesn't have the equipment. Okay, never mind. Didn't Mo ride his? Didn't Mo ride his his mechanical lizard? Yeah, but he didn't really use it other than to move around an extra ten feet and occasionally impose disadvantage on attack. The problem with actual mounts is that a fireball almost always kills them. Right. And and so, you know, the first couple, three levels, you could maybe get away with having a mount survive combat. But at some point, there's going to be an area of effect spell that's going to catch the mount. And it's just they just don't have the hit points or the or for that matter, the, you know, the reflex or reflex save. It's, it's 2002 again, uh, youngins. It's time to make a reflex save because uh, you've had a fireball come through. You know, in old D&D, pre-modern D&D, AD&D, you know, first edition and before, uh, those, of you, those of you that have played those earlier editions, um, you know, we're pretty streamlined now with fifth edition with ability saves. Um, in third and fourth edition, it was uh, essentially you had reflex, fortitude, and will. And those were specific saving throws in third edition or in fourth edition, they were an actual defense number that you had, much like an armor class. But in pre-modern D&D, you had saving throws. Um, the categories were, what were they? Uh, so you had, uh, there were, here were the categories of saving throws. Uh, 
say versus paralyzation, poison, and death magic. Save versus Rod Stafford wand. I remember that. Save versus petrification <laughs> and polymorph. Save versus breath weapon. And then save versus spell. And they were, you know, they were very specific to whatever type of effect. But what was crazy was there was, you know, very, I would say about half of the time that you made a saving throw in pre-modern D&D, it was simply usually a save versus wand, uh, rod, staff, or wand, because it usually represented getting out of the way. It was a dexterity save, essentially, or in third and fourth edition, a reflex uh, save or, or reflex defense, respectively. So I do, I did really, really enjoy, and uh, we're, we're streaming again, so I apologize to anyone listening who is, is a hater for fourth edition. I, I apologize for you. Not to you, just let's make that clear. Uh, but fourth edition, those defenses, rather than being a saving throw, it was a target number that the attacker had to hit. So if you were casting Charm Person, you had to hit the target's will defense, right? Um, there's an extra hand. Oh, dear Lord. Hi, Matt's wife. I hope that's what was going Oh, my, or child. This is, I'm... It's my wife. All right. Hi, Matt's wife. I, 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 I think that's just great, the hand showing up wildly. Squirrel. Look, squirrel. All right. Where were we? We were headed back to Dripstone Magic Works. Yes, we were going to burn down Embla, is where I think we left <laughs> off. We were preparing, <laughs> purchasing Molotov cocktails and fireball scrolls to set fire to the dwarven city of Embla because they failed in their assault and they demonstrated weakness. They failed in their assault on. We do not accept failure. We do not uh, even a little bit accept it. We reject it. Just start right. with a clean slate. Clean one. As you uh, as you travel toward Dripstone Magic Works, again, just a few blocks from the Tarnished Gold Inn. Um, uh, let's see. Did we did we get those potions from? Uh, yes, she sent someone out to acquire them for you. So yes, whatever potions of healing you had asked for um, she has acquired for you by that time okay I just want a greater healing potion and it, people didn't you, seem enthusiastic about additional ones so I just want to make sure I have one right. do you have uh, do you have it current any currently listed in your inventory you can just add the number or do you need me to pull the item and put one into the party sheet for you uh, I need it I need it and that was 300 gold yes yeah. for the potion of greater yep yeah. okay right. there is one in the party sheet for you thank you you were saying yes uh okay so you uh you travel the few blocks to dripstone magic works um And uh, you arrive just as 
you see the proprietor, Kirill Torg, just as he's standing outside. He's actually standing outside. You see that the his sign has been changed to closed, and he is sort of there waiting for you all. He says, good, I, he looks at you, he says, good, I, I hoped that you would, you would come. Yes, of course. He says, please, uh, come inside, and he holds the door open. I brought you some more customers. I say uh, thank you, and I walk in. He says, now, uh, I understand that uh, you're interested in some items, um, but haven't the gold to pay. I do have a task that I could present you with, but um, I'll let you know right off the bat that it's... um, a little bit unsavory and probably dangerous. Hmm. We eat unsavory and dangerous for breakfast. Yes, we find danger savory. Oh, good. He says this would this will definitely be savory to you then. He says um, there is a prisoner in the forest of the gold and uh, here in Holoth. And I I need you to, um, there's a prisoner that I need you to release. Now, I assume uh, that you all are new to the city and unfamiliar of the Forest of the Gold? I am unfamiliar. I am familiar with forests and gold. A forest well, yes. of gold, you say? Gold, uh, yes, but not, not, not gold as in the money. Uh, Oh, Ed, uh, the, um, essentially archived uh, as a way you might use another word. And what we do here in in, uh, Holoth is we use a unique system for restraining high profile or politically valuable prisoners. Um, Rather than just high walls and ceilings, many of the city's most troublesome captives are held in the open. They are encased from the neck down in stalagmites, which imprison them in cocoons of moss and fungi-covered stone that maintain them without the need for food or water. Uh, The columns actually transform minerals and vitamins from the flora and rock by slowly and painfully leaching the life force from the victim. The exchange process keeps the victims physically alive, but mentally and spiritually weak. From time to time, lesser clerics from the temples of the city will will come and provide the healing necessary to maintain the detainee's ultimate well-being, keep them from dying, essentially, ensuring that the forest of the gold continues to provide its constant chorus of agonizing screams. The columns are set in such a way that the remaining prisoners have no way of escape that would allow them to go unseen 
by the patrolling guards and the large lizards that patrol them. Um, he says, so the biggest challenge will be getting past the guards and the, the large lizards. Uh, once you're past, I need you to find a prisoner by the name of uh, Mistress Hadra Gullion, a first cousin of Matron Melora, uh, who was imprisoned for sedition. You can use this scroll. He hands you a, a scroll. This will temporarily suppress the power of the stalagmite that she's imprisoned in, allowing you to remove her from the forest of the gold. She'll be she'll be weak and need you to uh, physically to remove her uh, and to to bring her. You're actually going to bring her. Rather than bringing her to me, you'll be bringing her to House Maldun, which you'll find in the uh, lower corner of the city, right by the dark road, um, down this way. Should you complete the task, I'll provide your group with up to 30,000 gold worth of items. Let's do it. How do you uh, propose we get past these guards? Is there like a shift change that happens? Uh, maybe a window of opportunity to sneak by? I haven't, <clears throat> haven't the slightest. I haven't the slightest. I'm a broker, not just of items, but of deals and, and uh, information and whatnot. But uh, that I could not tell you. You'll You'll likely need to do some reconnaissance of your own. Very well then. Well, what do you guys think? I know Israel is in. We I will kill we never fail Drow. any task. Looks like you have got yourself a deal. Good. Okay, so now you probably couldn't see when I drew on the map, could you? Because I was winting on the DM map. You probably need me to point <laughs> on the player map, don't you? City hold off player. That's the one. So you are right here. And where you need to be is right down here, the forest of the gold. So down on the other side of the 
mushroom farms, which you've been in, of course, um, in the general area of these slave pens. My game goes until 10.30. I'm so sorry, guys. No worries. You're good. I thought I was muted. No. You're good. You're good. So, where to? What's your plan? Uh, do How do we want to get there? At night? When it's darkest, uh, now casually like right, right now. away, we could head over there now and then kind of shift observe change. for a little bit and then see if there's any shift changes or an opportunity. Just kind of send a couple familiars out there to recon the area. You tooth fairies. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe do find. Do we need everybody to pull that? I mean, you know how it's probably going to take a while to get the pattern down, you think? Well, we have multiple familiars taking sections. Okay. I'm sure we'll find someone passed out drunk along the way that Zuzasis can pull a tooth out. He <laughs> can use his own teeth. I just find a group of bums and get <laughs> 10 tooth fairies. Very lame is. <laughs> exactly. It's very lame is. Right? That is glum. I get my lame is mug. It is glum, chum. All right. So I think we just head on, take the round way so we don't pass through any un, rather south, so we don't pass through any unnecessary areas. Okay. So like past through the mushroom farms, you're a little familiar with the territory there as it is. Yep. All right. Okay. Uh yeah, as you as you travel then, give me a I'm assuming you're trying to travel somewhat stealthily. Passing least, without a trace. All right, yep. If uh yeah, if Yisra wants to cast that, she certainly can. Mm, and, maybe. I'm just kidding. Yes, I will do it. How do I cast it when I don't see everyone? Oh, I guess this is everyone. Okay. Yeah, so you should still have everyone on that on that prior. Looks like everyone's still on in the combat tracker. That too. You can use the worst case scenario. You can always use the combat tracker. Uh, yeah, everyone still has it. Has it on them already? Everybody except for Zazasas. <laughs> All right, so let me just add. Tracks. All right, give me a second here. And if everybody could give me a stealth check in the tower, that would be swell. Did, that, did I mess that up? Uh, only in that you gave yourself an additional. Oh, gosh. Or no, wait, that's Val. You have a plus 10 before Pass Without Trace. 
Wait, let me let me no. see. <laughs> my my dexterity is pretty uh, average. Thought I was hey, just adding it to the sauce sauce. Uh, let's see. <sighs> no, I have it twice. Just take ten off of mine. Ah, okay. Yep, secret has a twin. Yeah, give me a second here. I have it once. It's the only good. thing I can't adjust on my. The yep. uh... sauce has it once. Twice. Oh. I got the sauce. I'll get Val. There it is. Got, I think I've got everybody. Okay. Uh, and I can just modify it down then. Do, do, do. I mean, I have 18 base, so I should get anything over a three. I should be good. Unless I rolled a natural one. Well, you know, that's the crazy things, thing with 5e. And that one on a skill check is not uh, no. necessarily an auto fail. So I have some characters who have like plus 11 to con saves. And so it's like, make a constitution saving throw. One. All right, it's a 12. Right. And pass. Right. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you... um. Sorry, guys, having a bit of a bit of a tech struggle. I really like that mithril armor. I wish I could find some with like a bonus to the AC as well, like the magical armor I'm, I got now. You know what I'm saying? I hate seeing the disadvantage dice when I'm trying to steal yeah. <laughs> every time. Yeah. Same. Well, you can see if the store has it. Step on a disc. Right. Mm. Never know. I was thinking this, that ring of spell story, but that thing's expensive as hell. So I don't know if <laughs> if that's even still a possibility, even with what's going on. Just How much is it normally? Twenty-four. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's way too too pricey, which sucks. I had a character Arduza who was like advantage on stealth checks and plus eleven to stealth. And then I rolled in the tower, always thinking it's going to be an amazing roll. And Bob was like, you rolled a one and a two. I'm like, sure, <laughs> I did. Okay, now, <laughs> in my defense, uh, like any good DM, I, I've, uh, I'll fudge a roll from time to time. But when I do, it is almost always in the advantage of the party. Uh, I will readily admit that 
in at, to the advantage of the party or or uh, to uh, the disadvantage of Tony. So those are the two. <laughs> no. Uh, dramatic effect on occasion, but for the most part, for the most part, you know, I 95 plus percent of the dice, they fall as they fall. Um, which is why I've had, which is why I've had six TPKs as a, as a, as a pro DM. I've had six TPKs in the last year. I mean, you know, the number of number of parties that I've had, if you can with one shots and everything else, you know, you're, you're literally over a, well, let's see. Not counting starter games, because I haven't had any TPKs in starter games. Um, you wouldn't TPK a one-shot. <laughs> like, all right, we're done here. I have. I have, actually. I was, see that happening at the end of, uh, you know, towards the end of the one-shot. I have, and they they uh, hired me again. So, <laughs> it's I funny, my- I got... Favorite I got in, moment in all yeah. of D D was when Arduza got knocked off the roof and pulled the parachute and then attacked with the spiritual weapon at disadvantage and killed the boss. I almost boss quit that falling. I almost quit that day. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going back to uh, I'll be a cook again, I'll be a chef again. I, it's fine, you know. But no, I, I didn't. I... <laughs> it was great. It was. It was good D D. It really was. All right, so uh, let's get let's get the crew on the map here. And uh, I saw an interesting debate about TPKs and parties about how people feel if they're gone through the campaign and they finally meet the final bad guy, and there's a TPK. What do you do like after that? Do you like just end it? Do you rebuild your team and go back? And try to venture again with the all new players. Like that must suck to go through all the way through the end, which I'm sure it happens. And then I, feel like I, would, the I would end it. Final guy. And then <laughs> well, as a DM, I had I did have that happen once as a DM. It was the final guy in a campaign. And it was a it's a campaign that took most of 2016. Uh I had my wife and I had dated and we broke up early 2016 and I moved back home to Michigan and uh, I started playing D&D and, and we were, we were all in our early twenties, early to mid twenties, a bunch of us. And we would play, all, you know, every weekend, all weekend. And uh, we, uh, we played from uh, really from February all the way through November, November. I, I reconnected with Angie and we decided, you know, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and try and make this work. And so we did, we got married, right? We got married on December 30th and I moved back down to Indiana and uh, you know, we've been married. That was 1996. So I don't know, it was what, 25 years last December uh, that we, we were married. So obviously, you know, it worked out, but we, we had played every weekend, pretty much all weekend long uh, for months and months. And so there, they had a, there was a bad guy, not so much the big bad as he was originally. He was a um, a patron of the party, benefactor who betrayed them early in the campaign, and then became their nemesis. And finally, they, as my last game with them, they faced 
Brassus Lumen, this uh, this necromancer, and uh, his minions, which included a Dracolich and a Death Knight. Um, and I designed the encounter. It was unwinnable. It was intentionally unwinnable because I was young and dumb. And, and uh, I know Greg isn't listening right now, but he's he will probably listen to the to the podcast version of this later in the week. So uh, Greg still to this day gives me gives me garbage about it. But uh, yeah, I killed them all in like an hour. And yeah, and then we drank. So that's what that's what my group did. All right, so you're passing through the mushroom fields, mushroom farms. Um, when you can see up ahead, they don't seem to notice you just yet. Some creatures. They are uh, they are quite sizable. They look like wasps. I'm gonna uh, open my bag a little bit so I'm covered in darkness. Okay. When I say they look like wasps, they they definitely are. But they're they're essentially wasps. But they are huge in size. There's one there. And there's one up here. Am I Over supposed here? to be able to move my token? Because all I'm able to do is draw. Yeah, not just yet. You're still locked. Uh, all right. Now you can rearrange yourselves, but stay stay within the general, you know, area of where you're at there, of course, within a within a couple of squares of the the area that I set apart there. I'd like to cast bless before initiative and roll. They definitely they have they don't see you yet. So you really have, uh, if you're going to engage, you do have a surprise round. <clears throat> do you intend Still, to? Uh, can we try to? What do we intend to do? I think we should try and stealth by. I mean, cast bless, but let's try to avoid wasting spell slots. I'm not going to cast it if we're going to try to sneak, sneak by. So you can roll. That's what uh, I don't think there's any way we're going to be able to sneak by. What about that path in the middle? It's only um, 30 feet. <laughs> I'm still only able to draw rather than move my token. Am I doing something wrong? Yes, Tony. Uh, are, are you on the draw? Are you on drawing instead of, yeah. Right click, go to, go to drawing. Does it say, if you, at the bottom, does it say exit drawing mode? Right click, click drawing, exit drawing mode. Oh, yeah, point, yeah, 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 yeah. At some point you clicked enter drawing mode. Um, unintentionally, I'm sure. Since so. uh, Molly's not here, anybody want particularly want to go first if we do go into initiative? Ooh. 
You mean who wants the <laughs> advantage? Is that yes. what you're talking about? Yep. I mean, I'll always take it. There you go. Sweet. Might have a reason so, to cast hypnotic pattern. Do you think that we're going to be engaging? I'm just in. It's just in case. This we're one or the next danger. one, whichever one, the last four. He said five. engaging, not no. in danger. Our enemies are in danger. We're engaging five. those in danger. So what's the plan? Are we going to try to sneak around them? As we're uh, talking, roll initiative because they <laughs> notice you chatting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, there is significant conversation. Let's see. I suspect we're going to, they're going to hear this. Is there a pattern in which they're flying? Like, go ahead and give me an, so give me an insight check and uh, Val, well, you can go ahead and hit bless. I, I'll give you that one because you were pretty intent on it and smart enough to know that you're all talking, go ahead and cast it. And we'll call that the surprise round. Uh, um, but yeah, they, they definitely notice you. They all buzz and start turn towards you. You don't really though see a, um, give me, give me an insight check to see if there's like pattern. Uh, I put one in the tower. I don't know if you saw it. Oh, sorry. I didn't scroll here. Whoops. Yeah, nothing that you're getting. So everybody go ahead and roll for initiative because, yeah, I mean, at this point, they're interested. They really are. I've been playing a lot of uh, Horizon and I've been mapping patterns. Right. Sure. No, that's that's reasonable. No reason to apologize. Oh, I should have given that advantage to myself and got triple advantage. Triple advantage. I appreciated the 20. Mm -hmm. All right. Z, you're up first. All right. I will... Uh, how do I measure distance again? Control click on a creature to measure distance, or you can right click, go to pointers, draw a line, or press both buttons and draw a line. 60, yeah. All right, so Titan Wasp number one. I'm going to hex. All right. Which means I. Spells. Hex. I'll give him disadvantage on strength, I guess. And. Uh, I put it on me, the other effect. Okay, I think I did that right. Did I do that right? Hopefully. Uh, and then I will uh, Eldritch Blast him. Ooh, a crit right off the bat. That's that's a bummer. It's a bummer. <laughs> Wait, is that one one two four? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to. Uh, I want to use my um, whatever 
meta magic I have to re-roll that one, the one, whatever, the two. Ma- whatever meta magic it is. Listen, I've had a lot of alcohol. I understand. Uh, so that's a one. So these are the D10s being re-rolled. That's more like it. And then this is the D6 being re-rolled. That's more like it. So 20 minus uh, 4 is 16, plus 13 is 29 damage. Hey. <clears throat> All right. Anything else for Zazasus? Uh I'm going to Eldritch Blast him again. Okay. Uh, that hits for... Oh, man. Whatever. I'll just <laughs> let it be. Uh, <laughs> and then I'll move one, two, three, four, uh, five, six. And that was... Did I use my bonus action? I didn't use my bonus action, right? No, I did. I you did the hex, yep. All right, I'm done. All right. Yavir. All right, so Yavir is going to... Uh... Blade Song's bonus action, right, right. Leave so. So bonus action Blade Song. And then Yavir is going to five... In 15, 20, uh, 25, 30, 35, 40. Now, are those two close enough to hypnotic gaze, both of them? I'm talking about Titan Wasp 5 and Titan Wasp 16. It's a 30-foot cube, I believe. Let me go to my D&D Beyond page to make sure. Hypnotic pattern. 30-foot cube. Can I get both of those in the 30-foot cube? 5, 10, 15. I would imagine so. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to... Yeah, any two of those three you could get. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to get 16 and 5. Those are the only two I can see right now. So um, I've never cast this before. All right, control click on the multiple targets, and then you should have a. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder that within 10 feet of me is darkness, so you might not want to be within 10 feet of me. Right. Yep, so you'll want, yeah, you will have to move up a little bit. There. Yeah. I'm big, so half of my body's in, half of it's out. That's good enough, right? Yep. Yeah, and it's still a 40 movement, so. All right, and then let me. Um, so I just put the dice on one of them, and it'll go to both, right? The dice in the tower, or just click it, and it'll go to both when you have them selected. Did they fail? They both did, yeah. Okay, so then I need to. Uh, so they're incapacitated. They're. Uh, Speed is zero. 
and uh, I am concentrating. So bonus action, action, and it is on to Titan Wasp 1. All right, uh, let's see. They become charmed for the duration. They're incontestated at a speed of zero. If they take damage or someone else uses their action to shake them out of the stupor. All right, so... Titan Wasp 1. Let's see what to do here. Let me know, by the way, if the music is too loud or anything in the background. I actually like the creepy music. Okay. Uh, he's going to fly over here. Fly here and wake Wasp 16 out of its stupor using an action. And then fly over here. Siku. All right. I'm going to duck past here. And I'm going to Hunter's Mark that wasp right there. We're going to take out the longbow. Fire at this one. Hold it. Then I get another attack because the umbral sight. Shoot again. And then second regular attack. One more shot. And moderate. All right, that's it. All right, lost sixteen. Gonna fly right there and attack Javier. I'm getting ready to say shield. <laughs> the bite <laughs> nine. You want to? You want a shield now? Nine. Um, how about a stick? A stick? Stick? No. Sting. Shield. Shield, shield all you want there. It's a crit. Oh. I cast silvery barbs to make it re-roll the crit. Yeah, I was actually gonna. Wait, do I'm you gonna do cast it? silvery barbs. All right, you do it. All right. Yep. Give you the yourself those hit points back. Silver oh, barbs yeah. is op. Sons yeah, of bitches. Yeah, this is great. Yezra, you're up. Way op. All right, I'm going to run east. Oh, come on. Oops. 
as I run over, I'm going to activate Shalele. And I'm going okay. to attack. That's not how I say it. Oh, you're muted. Don't <laughs> 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 always yell it. Right? Okay. Here we go. Oh, I didn't activate it. I think it's fine. I think it's assumed. That's a hit. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna attack again. That's a hit. Do the damage. And then my swarm comes out. Yeah. Whack, schmack. And I'm done. I lost four. All right, a bite on Yezra. It's a miss and a sting. Is a crit. Ooh. Silvery bars. Can you roll it? Do you have to be able to see uh, in order yeah, to silvery I, barbs it? Do I not see? Not see. Uh, can <gasps> probably oh. not see. No, uh, you can't see. Yes, can you see Yesra on your map? Uh, southeast. Uh, nope. Yeah, I, can't see I guess. I guess not. Oh no. <laughs> Good luck, Yisra. <laughs> it was nice knowing you, Yisra. Uh, oh. Okay. Speaking so, here is your crit damage. Sorry, a lot of twos and threes. And now a constitution save. You made it. And let's see, do you take... 35? Yep. And half... <laughs> Half damage from the con yeah. save. Oh, man. All right. It, Val, you're, was you're there up. a reason to re, to roll the con save twice? Was one for my pass without trace and the other for the... I guess it doesn't matter. One was for the... Da yeah, one was for the um, concentration check, you mean? One was for the damage, one was for the poison damage. Because uh, they're they're separate damages, which is good because otherwise the poison damage would have been would have been double dice as well. Got so. it. All right, Val, you're up. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> so, I was going to uh, head over to where Yisra is. I was also going to comment that I've been totally uh, been eyeballing ways that I can end up with silvery barbs myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I can. And I totally can, which is ridiculous. You know, it would not surprise me, you sons of bitches. Play touched. Play touched <laughs> is a great feat. You know what? Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Yeah. Shut up. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, all right, magic and I'm going to great weapons master uh, attack. You do aberrant dragon mark. That's a good one, too. 
first. Get him, Val. Get him. The vow of enmity. For bonus action. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, Dang, you guys. Okay, so that was a great weapons master. So Silvery bombs. Yes, yeah, silvery barbs. I know, right? I know, right? I was like, oh my god. Nope, that would suck so much. Uh, where was I? One of these days, I do want Zazosos to accidentally silvery barbs a teammate. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight might be the I'm night. Also going uh... To, uh, divine Smite since I crit. Okay. All right, let's hope this uh, this is nice. Damn. Wow, he's still alive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Heavily wounded, though. Okay. All right, well, I'm going to swing again. I got all excited. <laughs> <laughs> Great weapons bastard again. And do it. That was right. crazy damage though. I gotta say fifty-eight, that's nuts. Thank you, thank you. That's a bummer. <laughs> Can I roll inspiration to, or use an inspiration to hit more, uh, to re-roll that damage? Absolutely not. No? Okay. <laughs> I am I am generous. I am generous in the use of demon spirit. You know, I, funny story, you know, I'm running the high schoolers this week, and my, my intention is to give them a game that is, as close to rules as written as possible. So my, my normal house rules are off the table, even even including inspiration. They have to use it. They can use it before an attack or before a d20 roll to gain advantage. So uh, consider yourself fortunate. Okie dokie. Well, I don't get a, a bonus action attack because I used it to to get advantage on attack. So uh, you right. have to pass the rest of my turn. Right on. All right. Titan lost five. Uh, this one is, is this the one that's still incapacitated? Or it, it, did this one get incapacitated? Why don't I see the, uh, the effect on it? That one failed your save, right? Yvir? Uh, uh, which one? Uh, five, right? Yeah, you're, you're, uh, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. Uh, they both yeah. of them failed. All right. I just didn't see the effect on him. So, all right. Oh, so, did I not uh, drag it on there. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I'll add it for him right now. So, uh, he doesn't do anything then. He'll just pass turn and the camera crew, uh, see if there's a better position because he can't really see everything. A lot of obstacles in this map. There are, they're big, tall mushrooms. 
There we go. All right. Zossus. No big spells, Zez. I am up. I will. I would like to find the wasp that I had hexed. So I'm going to move 510. Aha, I see him. Don't uh, do that. You're, you got darkness. Yes, I am aware. And then I will... This creature is two sizes larger than me, so I can move through it. So 20, 25, 30. And I will attack the one I have hexed, which is Titan the number Wasp one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's do that. Uh, actions. All right, that hits for this much damage. And another beam of Eldritch Blast hits for this much damage. And I will quicken Eldritch Blast. To hit for this much damage. And another beam. To hit for this much damage. Ha-ha! Oh, man. I was hoping it would be alive so I could lightning bolt all three of them. Um, guess what? I am too powerful. And uh, that was my bonus action and my action, so I'm done. All right, Nivir, you'll just have to lightning bolt just two of them. I'm not going to because... lightning bolt them. <laughs> I'm going to lightning bolt them now. It's, I'm, it's just anticlimactic. Because right? five is still paralyzed, so <laughs> I'll just attack 16. We can attack 16 until it dies, and then, sadly. So, um, let's see. What spell attacks do I have? Oh, I can always just go low, low key here. Yeah, why not? I'm just going to do some melee attacks. And since I can do Booming Blade on my second one. So the first one is a non-Booming Blade attack. Oh. Hit. And then... Damage. And then this will be the Booming Blade one. Well, that sucks. And... Uh, so action, I guess a bonus action, but I don't really want to. I feel like we've got this in hand. So now it is on to Siku. All right. I'm going to move up just a little bit here. <clears throat> and I'm going to pull out some crossbows, hand crossbows, and fire one. Attack it again. Second attack. Oh, that was a 20 son of a biscuit here. 
And bonus action crossbow expert. We're gonna load a walloping arrow just in case it has some hit points left over. And that's a hit. Who's that? And it's dead. All right. Well, I was trying to get out of go on the ground so Yezra and Val would have advantage. So I move five, 10, 15, 20. I got 10 more feet. I'm going to move right about there. Okay. All right. Wasp 16. It's going to come fly around over the mushrooms and then down here. And I'm sorry, that's five. It's not five, not five's turn, it's 16's turn. Uh, no. was, was he there? Where was he? Was he up here? Yeah, he's about there. And he's also, yeah, he's also uh, uh, charmed or whatever you want to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so Titan Wasp 16 will move away from Yavir. And, uh, yeah, you'll have an opportunity attack. Enough of them was visible before that Yavir can have an opportunity attack. No, thank you. Okay. And he will fly around here. Actually, let's count him out. One, two, three. He will wake Wasp 5 from his stupor. All right, I see the beast in front of me fall, and I'm gonna, I don't know where the other ones are. You can hear them, they're to the north and northeast of where you're at. Ah. Then it control and then hmm. we'll click to target something. Yeah, okay. I was trying to figure out if I moved too far. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I think that's good. Okay, I guess I'll throw some fire. So it's pretty far. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, wow. Still a hit. They're big. I mean, they're not terribly maneuverable. Why do I have a plus 11? Shillelagh? No. No, it's not with the uh, staff. Yeah, with staff. That's, well, is it only... Yeah, that's, it's adding your staff, so hang on. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what, what you have to do, so... Um, with your st when your staff is on, what you have to do is you have to take that effect off when you're going to do something that's not using your staff. How do I? Uh, oh, just with the, the walking person? Yeah. Uh, I think if you click on it, it'll undo it. So technically, um, that one is going to have been a miss because their AC is 15. So without that extra three... Mm. That's a that was a miss. Okay, no worries. Um, yep. That is my turn, though. 
Did so, you get? Did you make sure to take back the six too? Yep, I sure did. Okay. Oh. Okay, I'm gonna start moving uh, up to see if I can engage another one. My best shot is the Eldritch Blast. This one, uh, what is this? Sixteen. Uh, yeah. He's a bit of a distance away. Yavir, can't you just snatch up all these wasps with your web and just call it a night? I wish I would have thought of that. You're right. I could have proposed something. I mean... Yeah. Titan Wasp Five's turn. Yeah. It's a shame Hay is muted because she's cackling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. With a bite on Yavir Shield, is it? Sure, Shield. Drag the Equip. effect on myself. Where is it? There it is. Yeah. All right, he's he's got ten four ten more feet of movement. He's going to take it. Uh, if you want to, well, no, you won't have an opportunity attack because you used shield. And he is going to um, go 10 feet up in the air. Zossus. It is my turn. I will bonus action move my hex to this other dude. Okay. Uh... X is a level one and the strength boom and then I will approach 5 10 15 20 25 30 so I can see this dude and then I will surprise no one by casting Eldritch Blast. Correct. Which hits for this many. And then second beam hits 
for this many. It's pretty good. Uh, so that was my bonus action and action. So I'm done. There. Yeah, you know, 10 feet up. Uh, yeah, toll the dead. This, uh, I don't even think it's hit yet, but we're still toll the dead. Yeah. Yeah, they failed. That's a failure. Oh, they, they failed. They failed. I keep thinking if I fail, that means that, uh, was it wounded already? I didn't even look. Yeah, I think they both were. Wasn't sure if this no, had been. Five has not been wounded. Okay, then I got the two die eight. Ugh. And, uh,. I'll just approach it to keep it sort of close-ish and uh, go to Siku. Or a Molly and her bow come in handy. Right? Siku, you're up. There's the Molly. She is otherwise occupied tonight. (laughs) She's annihilating some other encounter. (laughs) Pretty much. Why not? Siku, you with us? Yeah, sorry. Sitting there talking and nobody can hear me. I'm going to cast Twilight Sanctuary right here. No, not Twilight Sanctuary. I hate that spell. You mean you no. love it on Mondays, you hate it on Thursdays. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. And? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to cast Twilight Sanctuary. Have to walk me through how to do this again. Uh, yeah, let's see. So, right, where is it? All the way at the bottom, Twilight. Right. Yeah. All right. So. Yep, basically what you're going to do is at the end of each other player's turn, once they hit the pass turn button, you're just going to drag the red cross to them as long as they're within 30 feet of you when they end their turn. Okay. And then that is... Is it not on my D&D sheet? Well, what happens when we end up 30 feet of you? Get some 10 pit points at the end of your turn. Plus eight. Got it. And any creature that comes within it gets charmed or frightened? No, you can end a charmed or frightened effect instead of giving temporary hit points. 
All right, and then that is a spell slot, yes? Nope, it's a channel divinity slot, which you have. Uh, let's see if we have those set up on your character sheet. So you should have. Why I don't, can't find it. Um, let's see, you should have. How many channel divinity slots do you get? I think it's two for a while. Yeah, so you can do it between short rests, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, there you go. Okay. You can just yeah, mark off the dot there, yeah. There we go. And then it includes you at the end of your turn. You can you drop, drop the red cross on yourself as well. Right. And is that considered my action? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yep. Bonus action. I did not attack, so I don't have anything else. Um, concentration. So that's all I got. All right. All right. Wasp 16, 10 feet. Bite is a miss. Sting. Is a miss. You can make an opportunity attack if you wish. Zosis. Uh I would not like to. All right, and he is right there, forty feet in the air. Yes, Ra, you are up. I was I was double muted. Sorry. So I can't be melee with him if I don't fly. Uh, I just made up that word. That's a good word. Thank you very much. Um. Can you all hear me? Yep. Yeah. Uh. Sorry, I didn't hear the response. Um, if I can't fly, I can't be melee with him. Unless you, unless you are forty feet tall. <laughs> I am eight feet tall. Technically, <laughs> you have to be thirty-five feet tall, not forty. So you know. <laughs> All right, I'll just attack with flame. All right. All right, not bad. I'm going to back up a little bit. Uh, to here. And... Oh, okay. Do we do potions of healing as bonus actions? Yes, that is one of my... One of my handful of house rules. Okay, I'm good for now, but... I just wanted to remember that. Thank you. And you get hit points. So I was curious, uh, would this wasp over here, wasp number five, be reachable by me with a great sword? Does your great sword have reach? Does it have a 10 foot uh, does not. range? No. And- and no. 
Like you could tickle it. I was like six foot with a five foot weapon. You could tickle its feet. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You could tickle its feet a little bit. I mean, you can technically get it up, get it up there to him, but it's not with enough force and whatnot to do damage. I see. Tickling is a form of torture. You should do it. It is indeed. It's okay. I'll just keep slinging some uh, Eldritch Blasts. That sucked. And I will pass my turn. All right. Titan Wasp 5, stupid shield. All right. You know what he's going to do? Go ahead. Actually, he's going to move here first. Uh, Take a sway, a bite at Val. That's a miss. And he'll use his sting because it has reach at Siku. There we go. There we go. Wait, can I see him? Yeah, yes. I don't know. Where are you? Uh, <laughs> this is Titan Wasp. Can you see him? Five? Yeah. Five? Yeah. I don't see yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Silvery barbs. Reroll. Siku, give yourself those uh, 25 hit points back and... <laughs> And and uh, you need to add Hunter's Mark back on because it broke your concentration. Now he did have to go down. He did have to go down to five foot to do that. So he's going to go ahead and fly back this way. Val, you'll get an opportunity attack. Yes, please. (laughs) Yes, please. Uh, Can I choose to do Great Weapons Master as one of those? Uh, I think I think Great Weapon Master's only in your turn, but let me check. You'd be mistaken. Uh, on your turn, when you score a crit, okay. before you make a well, no, but before you make a melee attack with a heavy weapon, you can take minus five. Uh, yes, so yes, you may. Okay, so I will do that. Yep, that's a hit. Oh, wait, wait. We add the rear weapons master damage. Okay. All right. So then he's going to continue flying around this way. 40 feet. All right. Zizasus, you are up. I, Zizasus, 
What does you use? Sauced. Tonight you're sauced. Sauce. Now, if you were already the czar, you would be sauce, czar, sauce, sauce. Yes. <laughs> and if I were particularly suspect, be sauce, Oh, you'd be sus sauced. Okay, yeah. Uh, this dude, <laughs> uh, number 16, is hexed. So I am going to Eldritch Blast him. Hitting for this much. And second beam. Hitting for this much. Still lived that. He lived uh, that. I will quicken an Eldritch Blast then. Hitting for this much. Yes. And then I will move. Since I am vanquishing these wasps single handedly. Uh, five, 15, 20, 25, 30, moving closer to my syndicate. Uh, that was everything I can do, so I passed my turn. Here. I think you're muted. <laughs> that makes sense. I said I couldn't see it. Like, I have no idea where they're at. Uh, because all these pillars and stuff. Oh, there it is, way down there. Okay. Um, pull the dead. Oh. Uh, yay, and it's hurt, so I can do 2 die 12. Better than last time. Go, Siku, go. You said way down there by, like, south? 15. I see it. It's right down here. Yep. South? <clears throat> yes. Indeed. Yep. Okay. Wow, something really weird happened to my page, Bob. Like I lost all my weapons. Uh, what? Oh, um, is, in the lower left-hand corner of your actions tab, does it say combat or does it say... It says combat. Change that to standard. Okay, there we go. Don't I don't happened. I don't for sure know why it does that particular thing, but yeah, don't ever change the combat there. All right. Uh so we're going to crossbow 
fling, hitch. I'm gonna crossbow again, second action, fling. And who's next? Yisra. And then I'm gonna bonus action walloping bolt. Fling. Go away, compile logs. And let's see if it will resist. Ah, tried. You did indeed. Yisra. Alrighty. I don't see any of them from where I am. They're somewhere to the south of you, yeah. Other side. Nope. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't want to get too close. I don't even know if I can. 5, 10, 15, 5, 30, yeah. Hmm, I'll stay here. Oops, I didn't mean to do that. But they both hit. Oh. <laughs> oh. Right. Oh. <laughs> I am ending my turn and ending my play for the night. I'm going to have to bow out for the last half hour here. All right. Well, I'll NPC you. Sounds good. Bye, everyone. All right. Night, Haya. Hey, Yusra. <laughs> I'm just impressed that you... I'm not on mute. Nope, you're not. <laughs> you're not. What are you impressed about? <laughs> <laughs> that it was your turn and you weren't asleep. Oh, you be nice. You be nice to Haya. We like Haya. He's like, oh, I was. I woke up. Oh. <laughs> All, right. All right. What, what does that mean? She's speaking to me in Arabic. I don't understand. <laughs> it's not fair. I should have been giving you some sign language. Probably, it's, oh, it, oh. Look at that. I'm Ooh. sure it's dirty. You know, you could. Wait, wait don't roll the damage because he's 40 feet in the air. You may or may not have noticed. Oh, dang. No. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. I thought I was, uh, never mind. That's why I was trying to get him back. I was all happy, like, hey, I'm going to get the. I know, I know. I'm sorry to disappoint. (laughs) I'll stay over here and Eldridge Blast instead. All right. But that was awesome. I totally thought I was going to cut a bug in half. I'll I'll give you your, I'll give you your, (laughs) let's see, would you have had, uh, would you still have the advantage for some reason? Uh, what gave you advantage, I'm wondering? Oh, oh uh, Val of Enmity. Okay, so I mean, you would still... just call it an inspiration. I mean, I'm saying yeah. I'll give you that I'll give you that nat 20. You can crit with your... Uh, Elders Blast. With your Elders Blast, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not... 
I'm not a monster. <laughs> Ruby. You're not a monster. You just control them. Control all of them. All of them! Alright, now I'll uh, toss another one at him. That's all I got. Alright. Titan Wasp 5 will... We'll give temporary hit points. <laughs> By 160 feet in the air, as well as another 100 feet off of this map. Exorcist so retreating. He's at 160. I, off. I mean, you know, anyone who's got range of 160 feet on an attack, you could certainly make one more attack, see if you can take him down. Uh, I got 120. <laughs> yeah. I could probably get to no, no, that's not. You still have to get forty feet up in the air <laughs> to, to be at one twenty, right? Anyone? Anyone? I do. I have a longbow of warning. All right, Zazasis, you got anything you can hit him with if he's one hundred and sixty feet in the air? I don't think one hundred sixty feet. I think I can only hit one hundred twenty feet. All right. Yvier, same. I don't have anything. Siku, go ahead and make yep. your shot. Alright. One. Kick his ass, Seabass. It's a hit. Nice. I was getting ready for his silvery barbs. <laughs> At 160 feet. Right. Can you see him? And then that's second attack. That doesn't hit. Oh. Yeah, it does. With Bless, it sure does. And bang. I love that spell. Right. Not enough. We need a Molly. Spell. That's it. You say Silvery Barbs is overpowered, but I think Bless is honestly one of the most powerful spells in the game. Quite frankly. Well, how many rounds I have I And it's certainly one of the most underutilized spells in the game's clerics, you know, get to where they want to just they just want to do something sexy, but damn, you know, Bless is I'm sorry, is the sexiest one of the sexiest spells in the game. All right. Uh, sexier than spiritual guardians. Yeah, spiritual guardians is annoying. <laughs> it's not sexy. It's annoying. Less is sexy because it's quick. It's easy. It's a first level spell. You know, it's versatile. It 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 hits so many different applications. And yeah. it's a lot sweeter when you have advantage with Constitution saving throws. All right, so, um, yeah, that yes, I don't think has anything that's that long of a range. Let me look real quick. No, she doesn't. Nope. Nope. All right. Well. All right. The Titan Wasp then flies away. Fly, fly away. For reinforcements. Lies away for reinforcements and 47 of them come back. Okay. <laughs> so I, I have a no. Eh, okay, you know what? No, never mind. I'm not gonna do it. Okay. You <laughs> thought about it. I have a, I have a value uh, that came from this. 
Absolutely, yes. Vast and valuable experience and knowledge in fighting flying creatures, specifically specifically the knowledge that Val is not nearly as effective from the ground when a creature's in the air. So hey I, would, man, I, I was totally I was totally thinking about Misty stepping 30 feet in the air and coming down <laughs> on something. <laughs> you could. I mean, I would. I would call it a very, very valuable. All right. So, Val put the Val in valuable. It's coming. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, we're continuing on. I assume. Gonna cast cure wounds on Yezra. Can we take like a short rest? Sure. That's what's cool about warlock spell slots. They all come back. <laughs> We're gonna do third level on her. What? Inspiration. Sorry. I'm using one of my inspirations to re-roll that. Dude. That's insane. Inspiration. I was curing wounds, wounds on Yisra, and I rolled three ones. Inspiration doesn't let you re-roll anything but a d20, though. Damn it. That's ridiculous. It is, isn't it? Wow. DM. No. No, DM not the inspiration. The three. The, power the, trip. Triple, the triple ones. <laughs> you know what that Very deserves, unlikely. though? You know what that deserves, though? You ready for it? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's her character. It's, it's her character that's gonna die. It's a five. It's kidding. Well, she can spend um hit dice during the short rest. I mean I was trying to kind of help her out a little bit more there. 0.2% chance that you roll three ones. Well, the computer did it. I don't think I could roll three ones if I tried on the table. All right, so I'm going to assume that Yisra would indeed spend some hit dice during the short rest. What is this game? Yahtzee. Right. All right, uh, and did you get tips on everybody, Siku? Because the spell would have lasted long enough to make sure that everybody had uh, had their te- had temps. Uh, if they haven't, yeah, no, it looks everybody, like they do. Okay, yeah, I was able to get uh, temps on everyone that fell in the thirty range when they ended. Okay. So, how much temporary hit points do we have? You have you have you have six because I only I got eight. eight once in my circle. Six. Sweet. Bella's eight. Yuzra has eight. Yuvira has six. Sadly, I only have three, the one that was actually casting it. All right. So beyond beyond the mushroom farms, uh, you see the the head there are uh livestock pens. And these pens uh there are about a dozen driders overseeing the enslaved persons working in the royal livestock pens. Uh, in the livestock pens include 
large lizards, giant frogs, tyrannosaurs, atrociraptors, triceratops beetles, and enormous boars. Tyrannosaurs. I'm making a note. That means now that Yavira's seen one, he can polymorph into one. Yes. That's, you know. You're, you're muted again. Uh, Sorry, I keep doing that because my kids keep coming in. Uh, so it's truly a tyrannosaur. You're not just messing with us? Yeah, there are absolutely tyrannosaurs uh, in there. Whew. Yeah. You know, we might want to wait for some extra party members before we get a little too much further. What there are not, though. <laughs> Bob, you're going to get copyright striked. We can't We can't keep doing that. I know, right? I don't think anybody recognized what he just did. <laughs> so I think I we're didn't. okay. I didn't. What there aren't, though, are half-red dragon Tyrannosaurus, which apparently is a thing uh, in in one of the expanded monster manual supplements that I purchased when I searched for Tyrannosaurus. Apparently, there are half-dragon dinosaurs. I just, Sometimes I just, they just felt hard up and, and would just go for any big lizard, huh? I mean, can can we just take a moment and appreciate the beauty that is the idea, the concept of a half red dragon, half Tyrannosaurus Rex? That's That's what we're looking at. Yeah. And some other half. half, (laughs) Apparently, they're all lizards. I mean, sort of ish. Uh, So all lizards look the same to you? Wow. Half red dragon Tyrannosaurus Rex. Like no, that's a mating ritual. It's a mating ritual. I mean, it's you know, they're a half orc is half uh <laughs> Brad. Uh what? <laughs> One of our viewers says, fuck this, I'm never playing again. You know what? All right, fine. You guys you just you don't appreciate. You don't appreciate creativity here is what it is. You know, I do I do have shout out to my Friday night group. I have a player in my Friday night group whose whose opinion is that dinosaurs do not belong in DD, period. Now, now having said that, I mean, you know, dinosaurs have been in DD since what? At the very least, Isle of Dread, possibly before. Isle of Dread was what, 80, 82? long time ago yeah uh 81 yeah so i mean yeah i mean that's way back so and uh my kid my high school kids that are playing after four days i'm obviously doing a good job because i've turned them into actual gamers because by day four one of them is complaining about the idea that dungeons that somebody in dungeons and dragons might have a firearm They've already de- they've already developed an opinion that there should not be firearms in D and D, so yeah. Unless I'm you're hoping. casting fireball, in yeah. which case you have a firearm. I'm hoping by end of day tomorrow. No, Tony, just no. I'm hoping <laughs> by end of day tomorrow to have them uh, pick a side in some addition wars. 
then I will I will have really turned them into D and D players. Okay, so ahead you see, uh, and we'll uh, we'll uh, share the map again just so you guys don't have to dig for it. Um, All right, so of course here uh, is the Royal Mushroom Farms that you just passed through. And these are the livestock pens. So um, how do you want to, do you want to pass through, around, behind? How do you want to approach, how do you want to handle the livestock pens? We can burn them to the ground. That's I mean, certainly uh, certainly an option. So these are the pens. We're trying to get to the little... You're trying to get it, right? right here, basically. Oh. Can we sneak this way? Dink, 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 dink. Off that side, sure. And then... Like up in through here, so that we're just sneaking past this one. Okay. Yeah, and Yisra can can give you a pass without trace if you all would like. Just asking, is that a, is that okay, group? Or I mean, I'm down with that. I don't want to mess with any half red dragon triadosaur. Well, <laughs> you do not see one of those. There is not. Just for clarity's oh. sake, uh, there is not. Oh man. A red right. or a red dragon. I feel ripped <laughs> off. I, I said it from the beginning that there's not one there. All right. Uh, all right. So she can uh, she can pass pass pat. Hmm. The c word cast, and, and then the p word pass without trace again. What is the duration on that? Up to an hour. Oh, and it is concentration. So I'm assuming. Did she lose? She must. Oh no, she. She um, cast Shalili, so she did. Pass without a straight. All right, so you're right. So pass without trace will go on her again. Shalili is not concentration, though. True. Did she cast something else? Let's see. I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't think she did. So it's uh, she did it an hour. Which, okay, that's before you went in. It does take you an hour to stealthily move through the Royal Mushroom Farm. So she'll just she'll cast it again. All right. So everyone, give me a stealth check into the tower, please. I'm very stealthy. Yes, yes, you are. Well, now you are. <laughs> oh shit! I put it out in the open. Don't overestimate I, my stealth. There we go. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. So right about here, um, as you're coming around the pens and trying to get, you know, underneath here to the Forest of the Gold, uh, you pass by this building right here. This building appears to be a slaughterhouse. 
Um, the, the, the doors are open and you can see the bodies of creatures. There are lizards and dinosaurs and boars and elves and dwarves and various other creatures, as well as other humanoids hanging in this cool, this cool slaughterhouse. So Zasis, can you get his teeth? Yes, I steal all of their teeth. And I admire the handiwork of whomever did this. So you're going to enter into the slaughterhouse? Oh yeah, you see you see uh, people moving around inside, absolutely. As well as uh, some driders that seem to be uh, guarding the people moving around. You assume, assume the workers inside are enslaved persons. All right, I say excellent work. Is this going to help us get to where we need to be, or is it like a like a side quest? <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, I I mean, okay, I'm going to put it this way: you can certainly go in there to go get teeth for Zazasis if you wish, <laughs> because because that's what's being proposed. If you consider that a side quest, we'll make it happen. <laughs> And there might be dolls in there. Who knows? Man, the dolls are your fantasy, man. I don't care about dolls. In <laughs> walking past, in walking past this area, this pen, did we see a gate to the pen? Um. Yeah, the pens are the pens are gated. Sure. Yeah. What if we release? the animals so that all these fools have to come out and chase them down while we hide over here. And then once they're chasing the animals, we can run in and destroy all the dolls. Yes. And find the person while they're, they're occupied. I don't mind opening a gate and then kind of hiding. Okay. I mean, I think that's, that's an option to set off a little distraction so that they're more occupied with recovering the animals. Yeah, if you want, you can do that. Uh, Yester suggests, you know, uh, we could also let loose a creature from my bag of tricks that the animals might want to chase. There you go. Yester's hmm. pretty smart. Yeah, she is. She is. She is. Yeah, Yester. Yes, all right. Sounds like a plan. All right, everyone, give me another stealth check. There are two gates. There's one at the, uh, there is one down by the slaughterhouse. And then there's another one sort of on the, on the northern side of it. Which gate are you, are you wanting to open up? Um, The most direct one. We if face open, our conflict head on. If I open this one and I open the gate and then run and then animal runs this way, then they'll all follow it. And then I can sneak around here and try to catch up with you guys. Does that work? Sure. sure. Like a plan? All right. So Yisser and I will... She'll have to be with me because she'll have to cast throw the animal out there, yeah? 
Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. And then you guys just kind of hide back here. And when all hell breaks loose and the coast is clear, you guys run in and you try to find probably Yavir. He's probably the fastest. He has the most legs. <laughs> well, I'm 30, but when I blade song, I'm 40. There you go. A lot of legs all right. trips over him. Yeah, all right. right. Let's try that. All right. So, uh, yeah, why not? Why not? All right. Siku is able to, uh, to get over there. Let me give a stealth check for Yisra here as well. You want me to do another one? Yeah, give me another one just for this particular endeavor. All right. Um, you seem to be noticed by the Drider Guard. Yes, for does anyway, is noticed by the Drider Guard before you're close enough to pull an animal out of the bag. Um, what do you do? Do you want to engage? Do you want to run? And try and hide again? could kill them that's engage would be that first option yeah <laughs> well i mean engage and then kill them oh yes i mean that's fast forward to the killing well yeah you're if you're not going to engage them and you know like tiddly wait it's just a drow guard no it's it's at least one drider and there are several right. others in the pen and around that uh would would be able to join the fray or, uh, should he uh, should he decide you are some kind of a danger or a threat? They wouldn't dare. And we he's are like, too powerful. He's just outside of the pen. Yeah, he's he's yeah. outside of the gate, just sort of standing guard. I'm gonna look at the Yisra and go. Shit. Well, I guess this will have to do. And I take out my pellet of dryness and I throw it at the wall to break it open and release the water element. All right. All right. Give me a minute here. Pellet of dryness, eh? Yeah. Remember when we uh, captured the water element and I have the rock? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it releases the water oh, that is captured. In wasted a revivify. <laughs> well, All right. we got, we got caught. At least it's going to keep them busy while we go and save this person. Okay. Uh, yeah, we will. Yeah, let's do absolutely. Let's um, let's pick up there next week because I need to. Uh, it'll take me at least a few minutes to pull together a battle map and encounters. So rather than rather than make you all sit there and then fight for six minutes, um, let's go ahead and put a cork in it for tonight. Oh, I'm just oh. throwing it to distract them. We're gonna run. Yeah, I mean they 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 see it happening, right? So some of them will probably go after the water elemental. The others will probably not. All right, I'll catch y'all next week. Hmm. All right, everybody have a great week. Thank you so much for joining. Um, this was fun. Then, yeah, next week we have our full contingent back. Our two missing individuals. Uh, the uh, uh, they were searching for Maya, of course. Their search has come up empty. But oddly enough, the last place they were searching were in the mushroom fields. 
and they have run into you just before all of this shenanigans began. So, bad up, lucky timing. I know. What are the chances? What are the odds? <laughs> all right, guys. Everybody have a great week. We will. Uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, be well, uh, everybody. Week.